So soap is modern warfare? I think so. Okay, which Hold one? On. Hold, uh, hold. Hold on, Call of Duty Soap. Call of Duty Soap. soap. Call of Duty Soap. Modern Warfare 3? Wait, what? Okay. Okay, he first appears in Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, and He's he first, last yeah. appears in Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Which, oh. what the fuck? That's so... Why is one, why is 3 after 4? There's no Modern Warfare 4. No, it's Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. Oh. And he yeah, last yeah. appeared in Call of no. Duty Modern Warfare 3. Yeah, mod- there was mod- Call of Duty 3 Modern Warfare, then Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, then Modern Warfare 3. Shouldn't it have been Call of, Duty mod- Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare 3? No, that would have been Call like of Duty Final 5 Modern Warfare 3. No, no, it's like Final Fantasy. Each oh, number oh, is a right. different universe. Call of Duty. So Call of Duty 4 3 Call- Modern Call Warfare, Duty, you are not alone. Black Ops Dream Drop Distance. <laughs> three six five days over <laughs> three six over two days. No, well, three Final six mix. five over highway of death. You remember yeah. when, when Call of Duty said that the highway of death was done by the Russians? I don't even know what that means. It's when the American military bombed the highway. Oh. But they said it was the Soviets in Call of Duty. Oh my. Non-political, though. Non-political. So that was a cold open. Welcome to Tubi Radio episode. <laughs> Episode 8. This one is the episode where I have run out of ADD medication, so I'm fucking exhausted. Uh, That's fine. I've Mm. been on the fritz for the last few days despite having my medication, so Ah. it's gonna be a good cast song. It's gonna be a good time. (sighs) Have you ever played World at War? I have. I like that game. That game was good. The last few levels of that game are legitimately difficult for me to play because everything is so grey so I can't see anything. Oh no. Like, it's so grey that I was having difficulties differentiating between characters and the ground. (laughs) Damn. What's the name Uh, of the- what's the gun that pings? The gun that goes chick chick ping? The Garand. Because that one- yeah, that one Garand. That felt fucking good in World at War. That was a nice gun. That game's rad. It's really good. And the campaigns from when Call of Duty had good campaigns. Yeah. It's I mean, just we, a shame we, we played like an hour of Black Ops on the on the fundraiser and we're like, holy shit, this is worse than I remember. <laughs> Castro's <laughs> a big evil comic book villain. <laughs> no, that, but World of War aged well except the last few levels because it. I don't mm. know why they decided to put them on grayscale. That's weird, yeah. I don't, I don't remember that, but like, yeah, that's really I, weird. I played it back when I was dating one of my exes, and he yeah. started yelling at me because I couldn't. I kept oh shooting God. at the, <laughs> I kept shooting at the wall because I thought the wall was a soldier. 
Oh. And I was like, why isn't he See, dying? No, Scott, it's a it's a metaphor. The whole thing's a metaphor. Is it? I don't know. Remember when in that game you can choose to shoot civilians? That's a metaphor. <laughs> it's a metaphor. <laughs> Oh my god, help. Okay. Let's talk... What did I play this week? Oh, I'm glad you asked. I... Um, I played a lot of stuff a little bit. Oh yeah? What and I played play? a few things a lot. Uh, just to go through some things I played a little bit. I played a little bit of Final Fantasy 3. Uh, I've played like two... Uh, three hours of that uh, so far. Because I haven't gotten the time. I've been doing a lot of other stuff. And then we have a big fundraiser. I guess pretty cool. Uh, I'm taking a little break because I got a little bit bored of like old turn-based RPGs. So I'm currently playing like some action up JRPGs instead. But that game's fun. I'm playing the P- P- PSP port, so it's very pretty. Yes. Mm. No, I just said Chirpings. Chirpings. Um... I started playing Gravity Rush 2 on stream. That game's very fun. Um, I've been wanting to play it ever since I played 1. Um, so many years ago now. Um, and it's pretty fun. It's fun to fling around, fling myself around with, with gravity. And crash into the floor from very high up. And then get upset about capitalism. Nice. That game's so funny. That game's so fun. It's it's very on the nose, but it's quite entertaining. Like it's not height. It's not a, it's not a deep metaphor, or it's not, it's not even a metaphor. It's just like the the theme isn't very deep, <laughs> but it's quite fun when you like. Ah, oh, what the fuck? It's like some some like thieves stole some like ore from you, and then you you chase them down to the hideout, and they're like, "No, we're needed to survive." And then the police comes in and just starts fucking shooting them. I'm like, "Holy shit!" All right, now we're fighting I... the police. Gravity Rush is fun. a game that people keep talking about how great it is, but every time I hear it, I keep thinking that it's that fucking Flash game. The the what? What? There's a fucking flash game where you reverse gravity while it's a runner. <laughs> reverse gravity while you run. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not that one. It's not that one. They keep thinking it's that one. Oh my god. I'm like, god. what? Why is, that, why is everyone talking about that fucking 2006 flash game? Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, what is that even called? It's just a gravity run? What's Gravity Guy? Gravity Guy. Oh, I see. <laughs> uh, well, hey. well, fair we enough. Mistakes. Um, I played a tiny little, little, little bitty bit of AC Three Assassin's Creed Three. Did you play fun. the uh, Liberation the on the PS Vita? Um, that game is very neat. It runs quite poorly, but I think that's to be expected. <laughs> it's interesting. It has, because um, it was the first, uh, I never touched it when it came out, because I didn't, ha- I, oh, actually, I think I had a Vita, but I didn't have any money. Because uh, it was the first Assassin's Creed game to have, like, a 
proper female protagonist, which is quite cool for for the time. That didn't happen until Syndicate. Um, and it has some really interesting um, systems where you, because you play as like this late. I think she was. I don't remember. I wasn't fucking paying attention. I think she was a slave at some point, and then she got like adopted and certain became an assassin so you can switch between like three different personas like you can be the an assassin or you can be a slave or you can be a noble and they can like do different things they're good at infiltrating different areas and the assassin's the one that's best at combat and stuff it's interesting it's none of the others have really done anything like that it's quite a neat little system yeah. um yeah, is it's it's, it's alright. It's it's an okay game. It's apparently directed by the guy that created XCOM. Oh, neat! I had a very fun, I was inf- infiltrating like a slave camp to rescue them from the from the people who are running it. And I went up went up to talk to a guy. I was sawing some wood. I was like, I'm gonna blend in and saw some wood and talk to him. I shoved him out of the way, grabbed onto the, like, the saw bench that he was soaring on, launched 500 feet straight up in the air and fell to my death. And he just went like, hello, what do you want to my fucking corpse? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah, alright. Yeah, that that makes sense. That's just how it be. That's like a moment out of a fucking Bethesda game. It was it was really funny. Was I, really I love that glitchy Bethesda games have created a new genre of humor. They have. Like, of absurdist humor where wild shit happens and then just someone reacts by going, Hello there, what do you need today? And it, it just fucking kills me. <laughs> also, I realized I, when I was doing the... The guys, I gave him a Russian accent because I can't do a French one. Whenever I try to do French, it just ends up Russian. We we talked about it a bit on the on the fundraiser, but isn't it yeah, wild it that up. the only Assassin's Creed game without French accents is the one that takes place in friend in yeah. fucking France? <laughs> that one, everyone's just English. It's like wh- what happened? <laughs> yeah, Ezio's been the, the, the Italian for a fucking decade. How are you gonna? Make what's his face Arno, I think. How are you yeah. gonna make him British? It's fucking wild. Like, and here's the thing: in the games that released after that, everyone's back to French. Yeah, everyone's oh. back to having their proper accents. Like what? It's pretty wild. And then the game after that took took place in England. What if they had French accents in that? <laughs> They're like, fuck! We switched our voice actors. Like, what's going on? The game after that is also the one that had, um, the fucking WWE guy, uh, um... What? Oh, what's his name? What? Uh, um, Brock Lesnar. Syndicate had Brock Lesnar in it. Really? Where? He was a boss. Oh my goodness. What? Oh my goodness. Yeah, you fought him in, in like, an underground boxing ring. Really? Yeah. I don't know if they actually paid for his likeness. 
But the guy just looks exactly like, even has his tattoos. Damn. It's wild. Yeah, you, you, you Brock Lesnar in the Fight Club. That's wild. I, I I didn't know that. I didn't notice that. But that's neat. Anyway, that's all I have. That's all I played that I have a little bit to say about. Um, why don't you grab just say some shit you played before we get into the big the big ones. Okay, well, if you I'll got start with the stuff that I don't have a lot to say about, because I have a lot to say about GF2. Um, oh, oh no. Fuck. I played Valheim. Get me out of here. <laughs> I, pl- I played Valheim. That game uh-huh. is good. It's it's like... I feel like it's a much better version of all the stuff that Rust and all that should try to do, because it's actually fun to play. Mm, I would like a survival game that is fun to play. Because it's like... Because that it's seems still, to be sorely lacking. It's still janky as shit, but it's also like an, a really early version of the game. It's in early access, so I can forgive that. Mm. But it it's actually fun to play, because the combat is kind of fun. Leveling up your skills is the... It's the fucking Elder Scrolls and... Um, Hmm. Uh, uh, Roomscape method where you do the thing and it levels up your skill. Oh, she. And you get like crow guides and stuff, and you build you build yourself a house, and then you're like, shit, I need a fucking fireplace, and then you spend an hour trying to figure out how to create a chimney so that the smoke from the fire doesn't kill you in your sleep. Oh, she. I think I've heard about this. Yeah. And then you're like, oh no, I didn't fucking flatten the ground so my house has unstable foundations. So I gotta fix that. Fuck. Because <laughs> the game has like a thing where you need things can't just float in the air. They need to have supports. Which... In turn also okay. means the builds look much better. Because, like, you, you build your house, and then you're like... If you want the house to be slightly above the ground, you need to build supports below it. And then the wall, the ceiling can't just be a fucking super dome with no supports. If it's big enough, you need to build pillars. Because it's a shitty wooden house. With a thatched roof. Hmm. It's fun. And it... it it has a lot of... It's... It's weirdly in-depth in the things it does. Because... Like... There's the shit with the, the fire and cooking is like... You need to get remove things before they burn. And the sailing is like weirdly in-depth. Like the you need to make sure that your sail is facing the wind if you want it to get any kind of speed. Oh my goodness. And you can see the direction of the wind in like a kind of like how um the fucking samurai game did it. Um, Ghost. Yeah. Like you can see the wind going. Oh, I see. Interesting. Um, and the boss fights are very Dark Souls. Okay. Just in an open world, like I fought the first boss, who is a giant deer with. A giant Nordic deer with nice iron weaved into its 
the horns. Nice. And it fucking shot lightning at me and stuff. Jesus. Um, there's parrying and rolling. Yeah. Hmm. And then they killed it and turned its horns into a pickaxe. Wow. <laughs> and I I hung its head on a altar and it was shit talking me, going like you're so small and soft. Did Odin really send you to kill me? Oh my god. Imagine killing somebody and I'm still shit talking you after death. That's fucked up. Right? That's really fucked. Like you're That's a head rude. now. <laughs> you're a fucking head, buddy. What are you what are you gonna do? It's, it's fucked. And you can yeah. also fish, and catching fish is a fuck without a fishing rod. Yeah, that makes you sense. Have, That's like you real have to life. like the the method I've come up with is to scare them into shallow water and then like Mm. Catch them with my hands. Mm. It's a good game. It's very fun. Nice. It was described to me as a horror game, which it isn't. Okay. It's interesting. I feel like the graphics make it so it would be very difficult to make it into a horror game. Because it looks, it looks like somewhere in between Quake and old school RuneScape, but with a shit ton of graphical effects thrown on top of it. Like, um, there's huh. a lot of dithering, and it's it's like, you know how Octopath is like a, an NES game with a shit ton of effects thrown onto it? Yeah. This is that, but for a PS1 game. Oh, weird. Okay. It's a I, I weird see. graphical style. But it works. And, like, the everything has a lot of really impressive particle and physics effects. Like, trees bend when the wind is strong. Mm. And, like, the, I talked about the smoke physics, where it's actual particles that gather and you need to let them out somehow. And they, like, go through holes and shit, which leads to a really cool effect if you build your house right. Hmm. Yeah, this is interesting. Um, it's also procedurally generated, and... Okay, so what is it, like, what is this, the structure of it? Is it, like, a just a su- survive them up? Or is there, like, is okay. there a story? So what the game does really well is it gives you a direction from moment one. Mm. The game starts and it says, you're a Viking, you died, you're sent to Valheim to Sick. kill to kill the enemies of Odin before the end times. Mm. And Me? the game okay. drops you in an, in an altar and it's like, every stone here represents a boss that you need to kill. Ah, shadow but of first, But first of all, build yourself on a, a, a base... Get yourself equipped, then go kill them. Interesting. Okay. And I like every it. every boss basically unlocks a new level of tech. So at the start of the game, you're basically like a hunter gatherer with mm. like stone tools and shit. Then you kill the first boss, and it's like, hey, you can go to the black forest now because you have the blessing of the gods. Mm. And then and there you can find like. Ores to make yourself a bronze equipment and better boats and shit. So it's oh. like 
It's like Monster Hunter, but 90% of the time is the crafting and gathering part of it. Is the trust. And they're, they're adding more see. bosses. Like, now, right now there's, I think, seven bosses? I've heard it described as, like, very similar in structure to Terraria. Aha! Uh-huh. Is, is it early access? It's early access, yeah. It's, it's a very okay. early access. Okay, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. It feels like they're adding more bosses. I'm like, what do you mean? Are they doing DLC? Or like, what? No, okay. like it's, I see. It's such an early access that I sometimes mouse over items, and it's like the the object name in the in the engine, <laughs> like blank underscore. They had fire underscore food. Ah, <laughs> it's really early access, which is, but it's still it still like plays really well, which is good. It's it's got potential. Good. It's good when you play a really early build of something and it plays well. Yeah. And, and it's, it's just kind of they... external prettiness and like polish that's kind of and just content that gets added. Because yeah. if Cause like it... the game doesn't feel good then nah. Oh, like I feel like really they could sell the game as it is right now if they just polished it a bit and made things go a bit smoother. Because there's a lot mm-hmm. of content. Nice. There's, there's, there's a bunch. The people have started talking about shit like portals, and I'm like, what the fuck are you? Fucking portals? I just built myself a boat, <laughs> a raft with a sail, <laughs> and you're talking about portals. <laughs> yeah, you know, you said back where you said like uh, when you beat a boss, you unlock new tech. I'm like, okay, so after like a couple of bosses, we're like up to the Stone Age and the Iron. Then we get cell phones, and we get mobile phones, and we get 5G, and we get portal guns. Oh yeah, also the skybox is just the, the um, oh, what's the name of the tree of life? The big Yggdrasil? tree. Yggdrasil. The skybox is just one branch of Yggdrasil. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And every time you go to sleep, your char- it tells you what your character is dreaming about, and it's always weird, cryptic shit. Nice. I love weird dreams. I love weird, cryptic dreams. It's it's yeah. I I'm looking forward to seeing how this game develops. Nice. I enjoy a game with also the water physics is really impressive. Exciting. It's- Good. No, no, no. That was I. I just default responded. Um, that's good. I like a good water, and yeah. especially in like a soil game. Yeah. Um, also, the yes. cutting down trees is actually like interesting to do as opposed to every other fucking survival game. Oh yeah, because when you chop down a tree, it falls. Ooh. And it can fall on other stuff or you, depending on the wind direction. Oh, that's cool. I like it. I've had a, a one time where I cut a tree and it just fell on another tree and the other tree fell down on a deer. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I've also discovered that my, my axe is too shitty to cut down a certain type of tree. So I just started yeah. dropping other trees on the log. Until it broke. <laughs> now that's thinking. Improvise, adapt, overcome. Yeah. 
And then I gathered it and it was like, oh, you can now make decorations and a chair. And I'm like, oh, okay. Fuck yeah. Chairs. Yeah. Good old chairs. So that was Valheim. That was Valheim. Get it. Play it. I want to play it with people because I feel like that game goes a lot faster with people. Yeah, that might be my shit. I might need to look into that. Hey, also you get uh, the crow buddy that follows your that like. <gasps> you in, get a crow. Oh yeah, you mentioned. Oh, I love yeah, crow um, every time tutorials are done by a crow that pops up and talks to you and talks shit about its other crow siblings. Nice. Like it's love different it. crows and they all talk shit about each other. <laughs> Great. And it, it's like a massive fucking crow. It's like half your size. Oh my god, it's a big boy. Like the game, the game starts with a crow Valkyrie dropping you off in, onto Valheim. Yeah. Like a giant, giant nice. crow. A lot of crows in that game. There's a lot yeah. of crows. Yeah. Uh, other oh, games... Aren't the, hmm? aren't the Odin's birds supposed to be ravens? Oh, there might be ravens. I'm bad at differentiating between ravens. That's okay. And crows. I I just I just remembered. I was like, is there a raven? Um, yeah, they're slightly they're different. Probably, they're slightly different ravens. if you look closely, but they're both birds. Um, the, to me, when a game, it's because it's like it, it's a vi- black video game piece one birds. So I'm like, could be the one board. Yeah. I'm not good at differentiating ravens and crows. No, that's fair. I'm also used uh, to Dark Souls having crows instead of ravens. Oh, yeah. Because mm. mm. the crows in Dark Souls are the shit. Yeah. So, I had a little bit of a fundraiser, and during that, I played all of Resident Evil 4. All of what? Oh, yeah, Resident Evil 4. Resident Evil 4 in one sitting... I played Resident Evil 4. How do you feel about the best game? That game's okay. The the Uh, latter parts of that game have not aged well. I don't like it as much as 2. Or 2 Remake, I should say. Um, Because 2 Remake is pretty much all good. I think 4 is a downward slope of good. (laughs) It starts quite high, and it remains on the high end of good for a, a chunk of it. Then it gets lower. Um, but it's pretty good. I, I, I enjoyed it pretty much the whole way through. It's It plays very well. There were two puzzle solutions that are genuinely unacceptably bad and should be removed or changed. Um... But other than that, there wasn't much that made me really upset <laughs> playing it to to be fair to that game it's yes. like 16 years old that's true but it's still bullshit that i have to shoot that one lever with a gun Resident and that i have to evil shoot those fucking lamps with a gun because Resident evil 4 remake walked so that i too that uh, resident evil 4 walked so that i too make could run i suppose so yeah that was pretty cool I don't remember the story. Um, story Alleg- does not allegedly, matter. it doesn't matter. 
is what I saw because there was a lot of like talking over it because we couldn't get fucking subtitles. Um, so just during the stream, it got talked over a lot. I got like bits and pieces, but then everyone was like, "No, it doesn't fucking matter." Like, and Leon's funny and yeah, lame and the, cool. There's a there's a spooky baby man named Salsa Pot, and uh, Leon is a dork and he's he's neat. He's cool. I'm like, okay, I get it. My favorite, every interaction between Leon and Salazar is called because Salazar gets so mad at how lame Leon is. It's great. Leon just fucking cringes through every conversation. Like, I Salazar swear, can't take it. I swear there's multiple times where Leon basically just goes, no, you. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, ha ha, like, stinky. No, <laughs> Sounds like a ooh, I'm a fuck, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you, American boy. Yeah. Yeah, that game was pretty good. That game is also the biggest criminal of the Resident Evil formula. Oh, yeah. Because Resident Evil games have a very specific formula. Oh, and yeah. it's. Mm -hmm. Village? Is Castle. it is it browner than green than grey? No, no. The formula is specifically in areas. It's village or like homestead. Okay. Castle. Uh huh. Or continuation of homestead. Yeah. Lab. Mm. Military base. Mm. Every time. Every time. The military base and the lab can be switched, can like switch places, but those are the four areas that are in a Resident Evil game. <clears throat> and it's not just Resident Evil games, it's every fucking survival horror game since Resident Evil 4. Town, Man. castle, lab, military base. Every fucking time. Sarah, so when, I, when, when I played 2, Jacob talked about like the, the formula of you. In order, because in order to you go from brown, which is the mansion, to green, which is the sewer, <laughs> and then the green lab, and then the the white, which is the fucking lab, like the fucking color palette just hard switches like three times. Yeah, even I like, two has it because I two starts in the fucking in the in the uh, police station, which is the mansion. Yeah. Yep. It goes to the sewers, which is the castle dungeons. Mm. It then goes into a lab. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> it goes Every into the lab that goes into the... the yeah, lo larger lab. Yeah. It's just almost like a, like a, like a base. That's it's crazy. such a thing that even Evil Within follows that formula. Wow. I don't know why it's such a thing. For... They have a problem. <laughs> like, they can't You stop. have a problem? <laughs> like, every single game, when you have a series of, like, 20 games and all of them have the exact same formula, like, it's like they have a gold factory, because most of those are good, despite being the same. Resident Evil 2 and 3 might as well be DLCs of each other. 
And I'm including the originals in that. Because hmm. Resident Evil 3 and 2 take place in the same town during the same time period and even have some of the same areas. It's fucked. <laughs> wow. Also, they, they were released like within like a year of each other originally. I see. Interesting. Also, three makers bad, and you can't convince me otherwise. I haven't played it yet, but that's basically what I've heard. It's not like Resident Evil Two Make is a perfect remake because it nails the original feeling and is just an a an improvement over the original. It's a very good game. I'd, I'd venture into calling it almost perfect. Yeah. It's it's like... Like, I gave it, it a 10. Has, Fuck it, that game's great. It has the thing where if you've played the original, it's going to feel familiar, but just different enough to still be interesting. Mm. Three Make is just not a good remake. It's missing oh. a shit ton of content and makes a lot oh. of bad changes. Oh. It also was made by a different team and in a much smaller uh, development period. It's a shame. Yeah, that's that's weird. Also, fun fact: we are now as far away from Resident Evil Four as Resident Evil. No, we we are further away from the original release of i Four than our remake was from Resident Evil One. Oh my goodness. Do you think we're getting a so, full? Do you think we're getting a full make? Uh, that that's pretty much confirmed. Oh yeah, shit! It is, isn't it? Ah, which sucks. I don't I'm want for to get a remake. I'm interested. Remake the bad games. I mean, that's true. Remake Zero and Code Veronica. I just realized I can get Rev Two on my Switch. Revelations Two, not Guilty Gear Rev Two. Um, for Clarence. Revelations 2 uh, is a good co-op game. Yeah. I was a co-op. Ugh, then I won't play it. Well, it's... You can, I think, play it solo, but... It actually does co-op well in that... One character is the combat character, and the other one is a utility character, and can't fight. See, that's really interesting. It's just, I'm not gonna play a co-op game on my PS Vita. <laughs> no, that's fair enough. What else is it on? Is it on things? Um, or either of them things, because the only thing I know Revelations is on is the 3DS. And I don't know Rev what it's on besides that. Let's see, Revelations. Revelations. Which was, is one of my favorite misprints on a box. Capcapom. Revelations. They happened like within the same fucking year too. Capcapom and Revelations. losing it. Um, okay, Revelations 2 is on the PS3, PS4, PC, 360, Xbox One, Vita, and Switch. Wow, it's on everything. Okay. Yeah. Uh, cool. It also has the worst quick-time event in a video game. Oh, no. It's a single quick-time event, and it's bad because you are supposed to fail it. But it's really easy to succeed in it. Well, that just sounds 
silly, doesn't it? If you succeed in it, you get the bad ending. What? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. Why would it's that? Thing. What? Why? Why would it succeed? Give you the bad ending if it's so easy to succeed? Is I don't know. Is it like at in? Is it signposted that you like should fail? No. Like, can, can you suss out that you should fail it? No. What the it's fuck? such a random quick time event that you wouldn't it like you wouldn't even notice that you've done it. Like what is it? You, I think you like pull a character up from a ledge. Wow. Or like you move a character out of the way of a thing. Ah. Oh, okay. So you're just supposed. To not do that. If yeah. You, if you don't want the bad ending. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking... That's mental, dude. That's fuck, That's crazy. That's crazy. And here's the thing. It's not a... It's a cutie that is... You can't not do it. You just hmm. need to fail it. You can't avoid it. It's so fucking weird. Why would they do that? That's a really weird choice. That's a very strange decision. Like, yeah. strange gameplay de decision. It's... I... I don't know why that game is like that. But it's a good game. It just has that one QT. Interesting. Hmm. Also, don't play Revelations 1, because that's a bad game. Oh. Terra Grigia. Revelations. What else did you, you play? Are you excited for Revelations 3? Oh, Revelations 3? Man, no. Because I, I have no investment. But sure, I'll play it. I, I, I mean, that's Village. I know. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not excited for Village. Because oh. I oh. have no investment in the series. You've played multiple games in it now. i played t 2 and 4. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be fine. I just... I just it it doesn't I I know nothing about it, and the, it has the, la the, the last case. the last super modern RE I knew stuff about was the weird first person one, and that one does, did not look fun. It's actually really good. Like that did not look like necessarily my thing. If it, if it was good, then hell yeah, boggers. But I don't know. what do you think of the attaché case? I love it. I love organizing inventories because I am a weirdo. The attaché case should have remained. And my favorite a game is Death Stranding. <laughs> I think the attaché case should have been a staple of the franchise going forward from Lightfall. It would have been cool. It would have been cool. I um, it, it's back in Village. That's that's cool. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm slightly glad that it didn't like stick around in like every game because I've had them. We might have gotten bored of it, and now it's instead a sort of classic thing that they can bring back in newer games. Um. That sort of thing, but to be fair, Resident Evil Four turned kind of killed the franchise for a bit because every game after it was more and more of an action game. Mm. Like until we got to Resident Evil Six, where you had regenerating health. Oh, yeah, that survival horror. See, I, I, I think I heard that before, and I was like, 
without context, just having like an idea of what Resident Evil is. I'm like, that doesn't seem right. Now having played two Resident Evil games, the idea of having regenerating health, it, it hurts me. Yeah. That's not good. At that point, it's not a survival horror game anymore. Because what resources are you managing? Yeah, I don't know. That's 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 wild. That game also has a character that kung fu's enemies. Good. Love it. He's uh, Wesker's son. Oh. So I, st- I, st- I don't know who Wesker is. He's so- he's one I've not been introduced to. Oh, Wesker's great. Wesker is a case of a villain that it was introduced as lame, and then the writers just decide. That like he's the crux of the entire story for some reason. Where does Wesker come from? Where does he come from? From the first game. Ah, I see. In the first game, he. My dog's. A... Sorry about the dog box. Oh my goodness! I'm just gonna close the window real quick. They're probably barking at someone walking in the street. One sec. Okay, took care of that. Um, Wesker comes from the first game, where mm. he was a, a corrupt cop and an idiot. Like, cr- okay. when he reveals his plan, Chris laughs at him, and he, like, pathetically goes, like, no, stop laughing at me. What? And then the tyrant stabs <laughs> him and he dies. What the fuck? Yeah. I and thought it was cool. Why is he be? Why is he a dork? And then, like later on in the series, they decide no, he's actually the smartest, coolest. It was his plan to get stabbed because I he was injecting himself with the virus, mm. and it made him turn into a super mutant. Aha. Uh-huh. Like he got superpowers and could go, could basically teleport, and had <laughs> increased strength and speed, powers. and glowing red eyes. What the fuck? No, is there's happening? an actual scene in Resident Evil Five where he's basically teleporting all over the place while shooting his guns. It's wild, and the timeline makes no sense because he's done so much canonically that he basically was like every second of the day for years was doing everything Mm. like he's involved in every single plot he created fucking a million plans and viruses he's worked with every single villain it's wild but it's like why is that a he was introduced as like a fucking lame dork Loser. Poor guy. He was just a corrupt cop. He also gets the big, the most. He dies one of the hardest deaths in a video game. Oh my goodness. He is thrown into a volcano that is then nuked. Oh Jesus. (laughs) 
<laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. That's how he dies. Thrown into a volcano and then exploded. Well, that's it's... intense. It happens after Chris punches a boulder. Uh, I've heard about the boulder punching. The boulder punching is like a defining moment in Chris's characterization. Where he punches a boulder and wins. He's a big boy. He, In Resident Evil 7, in the DLC where you play as Chris, your health upgrades are steroids. I'm not Excellent. even kidding. The item is called steroids. Oh my god. It's amazing. I love Resident Evil is the dumbest. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's and people are like when are they bringing back Wesker? When when's Wesker coming back well, from the volcano explosion? Bring him back from the volcano. Wesker's, they bet they're just gonna go Wesker pull the cars and fucking swam through the lava. <laughs> he teleported. He teleported out of the lava. People keep saying he's just super fast, but he fucking teleports. Once you hit a certain level of super fast, isn't it basically teleportation? There's a fucking puff of smoke! Damn. He's fucking... <laughs> Uh, what's the name of the the Marvel dude? Nightcrawler? You fucking Nightcrawler yeah. legit. You fucking Nightcrawlers will dual wielding pistols. Hell yeah. That's cool. And I'm like, how is how what the fuck kind of bio curse is this? I'm I'm calling them bio curses instead of like genetics, cause it might as well be magic. <laughs> bio curse. Yeah, I, oh my the, goodness. It's a fucking bio curse. And mm. Resident Evil is moving more towards bio curses because we had the zombie hillbilly family in Resident Evil 7, and now we have werewolves and vampires. Yeah, I heard there were werewolves in VR game. Yeah. That's gonna be it, interesting. It's gonna be wild. That's gonna be weird. Fucking oh, Resident Evil is like it's the dumbest. <laughs> I love it. Uh, anyway, Andre. um, after the fundraiser, uh, I was quite tired, and I was like, I don't want to play any fucking JRPGs. I'm a sleepy boy. So, as a little mental health break, I played through Thomas Was Alone on my Ninten Nintendo PS Vita. Um, God, that game's good. God, that hey. game's good. Um, I me meant to go through it twice. Uh, once with once just pure because I hadn't done it in years, and once with the developer commentary. I haven't had time to do the dev commentary run yet, but I'm excited to do it. I think the Mike game is makes... so impressive. I really like it. Mike Bethel makes good games. He do, he do. He's making the solitaire conspiracy, which is exciting. I've not heard of that. It's a solitaire game. Uh-huh. 
Um, solid attack conspiracy. It's it's a it's a tactical solitaire game. What the sweet fuck is this? Oh my goodness! It's eleven ninety nine. It's out, apparently. Oh, I thought it's still in development. It's um, it's out. It's not early access. It's a tactical. It's released in twenty twenty. Wow. Yeah. Very interesting. There's a survival mode in it. I like card games. That I enjoy neat. the idea of taking solitaire and then going, but what if we made it weird? Yeah. yeah. Good games. Good my games. my makes good games. Yeah. Although I remember, I didn't. I'm gonna replay. It, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. I didn't love the DLC for Thomas. Hmm. Uh, Benjamin's Flight, I believe it's called. Um, I remember it just being too hard. Hmm. To where it started requiring some quite intense, like, platforming skill. Like, kind of high-speed platforming skill. That seems weird. Which the main game never did. Yeah, because it I... was more about the... St- it was like a very light puzzle. Like, Thomas was alone. It's fucking... It's baby mode easy. Like, it is f- so easy. But yeah. that's not the point, because it's about the story and the characters and the... It's more about what the puzzles and the solutions to them and how you solve them build up the themes and characterization of all the characters, rather than it being like an actual challenging puzzle to solve. Whereas in Benjamin's Flight, I got frustrated because I couldn't beat levels because they were too difficult. And that kind of... I never finished it. I never got through it because I, I dropped it because it was so hard and annoying. Um, which kind of ruined the, the story f- for me because I wasn't paying attention to the story. I was just upset at the levels being hard. Wait, is Benjamin's uh, Flight exclusive to the Vita? Because it's not available on no, Steam. No question mark. Uh, I. That's a fucking good question. I don't think I played on there when I first. I played on PC, didn't I? Hold on. Because on Steam, the Benjamin's Fli- Flight is not available. Benjamin's Flight. Um. Benjamin's Flight hits Windows, PC, Linux, Mac, for free. It was formerly PlayStation exclusive, now available for free on PC, Mac, and Linux. Uh, for owners of the game. Okay. I guess it's just part of the game. You can access yeah. it via the scenario select screen for any Steam copy of Thomas Was Alone. Yeah, I guess it's just in the game. Because okay. I, was, I, was, I think I, I played it first on PC. Um, mm. and I didn't play Benjamin's on the Vita. But yeah, I think it's... I, I'm... I want to go through it again, and uh, listening to the dev commentary may spoil spoil it a little bit, because I was like, I want to fucking write about this, because it's such an interesting game. Um, 
like just how the how the character like the character writing and the themes of the story are like bound into the gameplay in 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 such a cool way it's just incredible like how cuz if you don't know Thomas was alone you play it's a, a 2D uh, platformer puzzle game you play as little rectangles and squares and shapes uh, that are they're, they're AI they're little little AIs and they have different sizes and different shapes and they can jump differently high and some of them have special abilities yeah. and it kind of because sometimes you're like you have a little, little tiny one that can't jump very high so he needs he needs to like step on two other ones as a as a stairway to get over like an obstacle and it's all those kind of little interactions and like who has to help who and who can do it alone and who needs to like uh, like they they can do it alone but they need to stay behind to help the others mm-hmm. it's so it's so uh very well done. it's it's very well done how that all ties together it's big 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 you should play it if you like platformers and good storytelling it is narration by Danny Wallace of Assassin's Creed fame <laughs> Uh, it's a very good narration. It's absolutely wonderful. It has a has a lovely voice, that Danny. Bethel's um, games tend to be very story focused. Very very well written. I still haven't touched the volume. I keep meaning to do that. Apparently, volume was really good. Yeah, I like a stealth game. I like a, I like a stealth game, and I like a Mac Bethel game. So, by all accounts, I should probably like volume. I remember when um, another game uh, was subsurface, subsurface circular, which was oh, yeah. that That's text weird... adventure game. Yeah, like text adventure visual novel thing. You're on a you're a robot on a train. I like that every Mike Bethel game has in the FAQ. If this game is short, what's to stop me from getting a refund when I'm done? <laughs> it's just like I mean, so yeah. If you wanna, really hope that you won't. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I really hope that you don't. But if <laughs> if you got it, then I guess we I can't stop you. <laughs> I'd never refund Tom's was alone. That game's fucking great. Go play it. If you like platformers and good story, you don't have to like. Is. You don't even have to like platformers because it's not a very difficult platformer. Yeah. The jump feels very good, which is important. Speaking of, during the fundraiser, I also played a bit of Cave Story, and that has fucking. I I I feel like a vampire who has tasted blood, and I won't be able to rest until I get the chance to sit down and play through Cave Story again. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> that game's so good. That game's so good. I haven't played it for such a long time. It's such a good game. Go play Cave Story. But play the freeware version. Freeware version. Freeware? Yeah, freeware? Wor- freeware? Freeware. Freeware version. Because um, the paid Cause ones. The publisher is come. Yep. Uh, Pixel's not getting any money. The graphics are better. The music's worse. 
they changed the, some lines to make them less funnier and harder to understand. And they like the changes to the lines seem like they're universally just bad. Yeah, there was I don't were you there for the stream when we went over a few yeah. of them? Yeah, yeah, when because yeah. they they changed Balrog's catchphrase. It used to be Tuzar, and now it's oh yeah because he's a fucking Kool Aid Man reference now. Um, and then uh, in the, that was like the big one I remembered. Then I was just playing it, and he said like, because in the original he's like, oh, I'll I'll hunt you down. I have a nose like a bloodhound, and he go, like, all right, yeah, sure. And then in the in K-Story Plus, he goes, I, I have the nose of a clever harrier. And I went, what? I'm like, I can, I can, I can figure out what it means because I know the original line. But isn't a harrier like a bird or a helicopter? And I went, harrier. A harrier is a bird and a helicopter and two other things and also apparently a dog that smells good. <laughs> I'm like... Why'd you change it? Says Harry, I think of the jump jets. Exactly, yeah. Like, it's aircraft. Like, I think it's both a pl- I think it's both some sort of plane and some sort of helicopter. The hair jump jet, also known as the fucking coolest plane in existence because it's a VTOL. Hell yeah, VTOLs are the sick. It's a VTOL that was produced in the 60s. How the fuck is that allowed? It's a jet-powered VTOL from the 60s. How did that happen? How do you do that back then? How? 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 Uh, why? Yeah. Yeah. When you Silliness. want your jet to Silliness. be a fucking. It's such a sci fi thing, and it's like. It's like. From the fucking 60s? Yeah. It's like nearing 80 years old? Wait, yep. no. No. <laughs> I'm in 60. 60? <laughs> yeah, I'm in 60. What year it's do you like think it is? 60. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> what? Hey, look, I slept a lot the past <laughs> week. <laughs> oh my god! It's like n- 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 fucking oh sixty years old, and it's a fucking VTOL. It, yeah. It's like with the SR seventy one, where it's a fucking mechanical mystery because that plane, the engine gets more efficient the faster you go. Which that's impressive. It should, it should be the opposite. The SR seventy one is such a weird fucking thing because when it's on the before it takes off, they could they can't have the the fuel tank is open and leaks. What? Because when it flies, the metal expands and seals it. Oh my god! And it's like what, what? the fuck? <laughs> what? work because it it's like it it's one of the it was at the time the fastest jet ever made um mm. and it flies so fast that the metal heats up and seals the fucking fuel tank and it's it's just fucking wild that plane is like a fucking alien ship that no one gets how the fuck it works cuz they if they if they would have um sealed it is if I remember right, because the metal expands, it would have caused all of problems and overpressurization. Because like you'd lose okay. space yeah, yeah, inside. Yeah. So fuck it, it just leaks all over the runway. 
It's wild. Yeah, that Planes are wild. Yep. <laughs> Both of those were made in the, in the 60s, and I'm like, what happened? Aside from the Cold War, what happened that required these? A jet VTOL and a plane <laughs> that is... Yeah, that's impressive. Science is fucked up. Physics it's is fucked, fucked up. up. Remember the fucking the the sequel to the SS seventy one? No. The fucking wobbly goblin. I'm not a playing guy. The wob oh. the, the wobbly goblin. Okay. What? You, oh, okay. Let me find it. Feel feel you just uh, called me a bad word. What are you? <laughs> it's the F one seventeen, and it's the plane that whenever an enemy has stealth bombers, it's that. Oh, I see. Look at it. Oh, I'm looking at it. I am looking respectfully. <laughs> oh, there he it's is. Like a, Hello. It's like a UFO. Hi, buddy. They call it the Wobbly Goblin, despite the fact that it's apparently incredibly stable. Huh. Yeah, I assume it's gonna do some dumb shit. Like, like when it flies, it wiggles for for, for fucking for for velocity. It's it has all those angles because it's uh, it's to deflect uh, radar. Because mm. a stealth bomber. Oh. There was just a period of time where planes were weird. Yeah, I mean, planes are, planes are still weird on a conceptual level, but I get you. Well, yeah, but planes now have a much more standardized design to them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, they all, they, the, basically all of them are the F-15. Hmm. Well, I, I, I was good, I I know a lot about planes. I was going to be recommended into being a, a, a jet engineer in the military. I had a, I, I knew a few people who were back in school who were willing to like planes and shit. I never got it. I ne I never cared. <laughs> and I could never one keep of, them straight in my head. Well, one of his one one of my country, which I am not going to mention because people will fucking send us hate mail. Um, one of our biggest military exports is upgrading the planes of other countries' uh, air forces. Huh. Actually, one of my city's exports uh, a kind of kind of plane. It's like a hmm. fighter plane. I'll see if I can find it. It's the It's a very nice. Sh well, we make a lot, we make a lot of planes. Um. Not just this one in particular, but yeah, we do make this one as well. Say a picture of it. There was, there was actually a, a running joke. Of, oh yeah, that's the. Oh fuck! I'm trying to remember. That's sixty F sixteen. No, that's, that's a Ja Saab Ja Stretinie Gripen. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> It, it, the the shape really reminds me of the F sixteen. Oh 
Okay. It it could be a um, it, it's probably a not a variant, but it might be based mm. on a similar design. Maybe there yeah. was a running joke in in the army about how um our upgraded version of the F fifteen is cheaper and functions better than the American F sixteen. Hmm. It's a and now both of them are replaced with the fucking F twenty two, which is a weird like circular plane. Hmm. It's fucked. What's it? It has a delta wing. What's a delta wing? Delta wing. You see the the like delta shape of the wings. Like it's a it's a like triangle thing. Uh yeah. That's a delta wing. I see. Interesting. Um, because it's shaped like the the Greek uppercase delta. Yeah. Okay. I see. Interesting. Interesting. Cool. Yeah. Planes. Nice. And now we have yeah. drones going at Mark fifteen. We do. It's fucked up. Shit's scary. Did you fucking see the the you okay? Do not politics. The oh, no. the the police in the U.S. are now testing robot dogs in low income oh, neighborhoods. Oh, oh no! I saw that. What the fuck? The funniest part is like on every one of those posts that people are like. Okay, here's a thread. Here's how you kill it. Listen, it's like, it's real dangerous. Don't do this, this, and this. These are its weak points. How you can end its little robot life. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Get this thing fucking out of here. It's gonna kill everyone. It's a monster. Like, fuck, that's so fucked up. It is. It is. You see someone someone posted like the fucking the instruction manual and they're like stay two meters away at all point at all times. It can snap your fingers off in its joints very easily. Stay back. Use a stick. Yeah. Big well, long stick. Apparently you could just fucking rip out the battery from underneath of it. Like, if you get in on there, just grab the handle and pull, and you can get the battery out of there. This is why, for years, every time they'd release a video of those fucking dog robots, uh, experts always went, no, this isn't a good thing. Yeah. Stop cheering this. To this. Everyone They're trying who, to normalize it. Everyone who's not a fucking moron, like, no, this is fucking evil. Don't do this. Please. It's, it's such a weird fucking thing, because here's a fun fact for you. Yeah. Um, I recently finished one of my like my uh, uh, operating systems course. At the end of every single programming course I've had, the professor spent like twenty minutes of the last class going, "Hey, when you're gonna finish this degree and you're gonna get hired by companies, mm. it's really important that when you write a piece of code or when you create, when you help engineer something, that you consider the morality of what you're doing." Yeah. If you're writing a piece of code that, for example, uses Wi-Fi to stop uh, pacemakers, 
Maybe don't. Maybe you shouldn't write that code. Maybe that can go unwritten. Maybe don't do that. It's especially important here because we're such a military-focused culture. It's like, hey, maybe don't write the code that makes those missiles way fucking way better at hit like hitting shit. Yeah. Maybe don't do that. Maybe don't. Also, by the way, that pacemaker shit was real. A guy found out that they had that. The full story is actually, not that the guy wrote a code to do that, it's that the guy found that there's a security vulnerability that allows that kind of code to be written. Uh-huh. And then he was disappeared. Oh, hmm. Great. When he was, because he was about to, like, do a big presentation on that in a convention about how dangerous this is. Great. To raise awareness to it. And then he just kind of disappeared. Oops. Whoopsie. That shit's terrifying. Where'd he go? Putting Wi-Fi capabilities in your body parts is a bad idea. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to get microchips in my my body. It's like, no, please don't. Are you fucking crazy? Please don't. Please you you know, the, like with the Tesla shit, where they're like, oh, we're going to make fucking brain chips so you can listen to music. And I'm like, you put fucking ads in your cars. You're going to put ads in my brain. Your, your cars have software locked DLCs. They're going to put really? ads in your brain unless you pay the subscription. Did you fucking see that there's a Tesla you need to pay to unlock its maximum speed? I, I did not. Yeah, you need to pay for the software work? upgrade. You need to pay for the software upgrade that allows you to get the car to its maximum speed. Jesus Christ. Locking fucking fun- vehicle functionality and maneuverability behind paywalls. When it's an expensive fucking car to begin with. Yeah, that's a... Like, Tesla's on cheap. They're not cheap at all. Corporations are fucking awful. Yeah. Holy shit. Elon Musk is a piece of shit. Yeah. And he has a lot of weird nerds defending him. He does. All the rich people do. Always like rich... All the rich people, all the big companies, there's always a bunch of fucking weird nerds defending them. What's up with that? Why Why do they have, like, a weird defense force of What are you going to defend millionaires, bruh? What, 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 what are you doing? They can pay for their own defense. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't need to fucking... <laughs> you don't need to sim for millionaires, bro. They're never going to give you their money. Oh my goodness. Fuck. At least when it's paid actors, I get it, because it's like, I'm getting money out of it. Yeah. Doing it for free. Yeah, like, I'll defend Elon Musk if he pays me, but he's not, so fuck him. (laughs) He's not paid me yet. Did he play anything else besides the hell game? (laughs) If we're leaving that for news. Are we leaving that for news? Hmm? Do, do you want to leave TF2 for news? I, I can leave it to the end. 
Um, I've yeah. Real quick, I've I've started a, done like a start of a new playthrough of Disco Elysium. I made three different choices, and it it's everything's different. Nice. Fucking wild. Um, I can't believe. Actually, that that's also in the news because we we're gonna talk about the Disco Elysium news. Um, oh, yeah. So I'll save that for later. I played a bunch of Space Chem. It's still a good game. I it plays with that like part of my brain that is that is obsessed with optimizing things. Because I'm like, I make a machine and then I see how I see the comparison to how. Like, how many parts or how fast it worked for other people. And I'm like, okay, time to spend three hours optimizing this. It's a good Hell game. Yeah. Space Kim's good. Yeah, it seems like a good game for, for that sort of thing. It's, it's, it has that thing in those, that those games have where you start a new level, a new puzzle. Because it's a puzzle game. Yeah. And you're like, how the fuck do I do this? Yeah. And then you spend like a good period of time figuring out how to make... Like, the way I do it is, I try to make it work for one loop at least. Yeah. And then I go from there. (laughs) Because if I can make it go right once, I can try to make it go right for the rest. Yeah, it's so, tiny steps. Yeah. It's those games, having it show you the comparison for how many people took how much time or how many parts for each thing, that's a genius decision they've made. Because that, that's just crack. That is just <laughs> crack in in puzzle form. Fuck. Nice. It's a, good, it's a good thing. Um, played a bit of City Skylines, which you've seen my One Road City. Oh, yeah. Um, that, 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 that creation. <laughs> <laughs> it worked really well until a plague happened. Oh, God. <laughs> the classic story. Because <laughs> guess what? When it takes eight hours for a, an ambulance to get to you, a bit difficult. <laughs> it's taking care yeah, it's of It's gonna make pandemic. a plague a bit rough, in it? Yeah. And, like, you have to use so much of everything, because things can't, like, make a turn and go back. They have to go all the way. So you have to make sure you have one on, like, both sides of the street at, like, every fucking corner. Hmm. It's great. It's great. Perfect. Made blimps come back. Nice. Um, played a tiny bit of Space Engineers, if you know that game. Uh, yes, of course. Space Engineers is still fun. You can still make gravity drives, which is good. Nice. That Love game's it. gigantic. Space. Like, it's wild how, my, how large the planets are in it. Oh yeah, because they have like full planets now and solar systems. 
wild. Vast distances. Damn. I... Good people that can play that game. It's a bit too much for me. I just like to make the gravity drive and make a tiny ship go incredible distances at really high speed and then crash into an asteroid. What every uh, growing gamer needs. Yeah. That, that game also runs like absolute shit. Oh no. I've had that game have a crash where the ga- the I closed the process, but the audio of the game was still playing. Oh. Which is a weird. That's a bad what? crash. Yeah, that's that's very strange. <laughs> I had that's to restart like my hor- computer. horror short story type shit. Yeah, that's a creepy pasta. Um it's, it's, I mean, yeah, it's also apparently one of the differences in Asshole, which sucks. Mm. Mm. Uh, fucking... What the fuck else have I played? Oh yeah, I played... Did I talk about getting over it on the last podcast? You did. Fuck that. You, you had not gone over it. Did you get fuck over it? No. Oh. I haven't touched it since. That game that game makes me so stressed out that my adrenaline uh allergy kicks in. Oh no. So playing that game is physically painful for me. <laughs> oh no. Like my it, I it's such a f- fuck that game. I did play Poker Night at the inventory. What a fucking year is this? <laughs> when I told you earlier today, I haven't that we're heard. Back in about, I hadn't heard about fucking poker night at the inventory for maybe a decade. Look, when I said we're back in two thousand one, I fucking meant it. I played poker night too. It's it was good to know that I can still play poker. Good to know. It's... Yeah, Telltale's dead, but that game still exists. I don't think you can buy it anymore. Okay, you not. It's gonna play into something I talk about later on with Team Fortress. Um... I see. It's a call forward. It's a call forward. Because there's a, some interesting stuff going on with that. Mm. Um... Other than that, yeah, that that's pretty much all I've played. Because I, I was on your fundraiser. Yeah, you were. Uh, and I also had two finals, so I didn't have much time to play video games. God damn. Yeah. Um, I've been playing Ark Knights, uh, which is my current gacha. It has caught me. I'm I'm stuck. It's very fun. It's got nice yeah. anime, nice anime girls, nice anime boys, uh, and stuck. fun turn-based action. It's very cool. Nice. There's there's an event just started. I think either today or yesterday because I don't know. Time time means nothing to me anymore. 
but that's pretty fun. It's pretty cool. There's some cool missions, and I think there's some cool rewards as well. Just got a um, there's a new banner as well. So I did my initial ten roll and got a five star. It was all right. She looks pretty cool. I'm excited to get get a play with her. I got um, in a temp I did during the fundraise. I got another. I think her name's Deep Color. She can summon like tentacles, which is pretty neat. It's very useful early game. When I can't, I can't afford units to just slap out one unit that can summon two more. It's very nice. Um. Anyway. I don't know, drink drink responsibly. Drink responsibly. <laughs> gacha my responsibly. One, my one experience with Gacha is the Dragon Ball one. And mm. it was rough. Yes. Yeah. I, uh, gacha are gacha games are they're an interesting breed. They're evil. Yes. But they're quite fun. Yeah. I like the gacha games with like actually good gameplay, because then I then I I'm not as depressed when I'm spending all my money. Mm, like if the there. gameplay's bad, then it's just like, fucking sad. Yeah, well, um, I mean you gotta make the gameplay good, otherwise no one's gonna play it. Well. Well. Well, less people are gonna play it. There's a lot of gadgets with not good. <laughs> yeah, I um, yeah. like. I played the Dragon Ball one. I can't say that they need good gameplay. No, that's fair. I um, love JPEGs. I love JPEGs. I fucking, I fucking love JPEGs. I love JPEGs of anime girls. I paid fifty dollars for one. Oh my god. Um. <laughs> I need a specific JPEG because if I level her up, she becomes really strong and can help me in my tower defense. Do you at least write that as a tax <laughs> What? Do you at least write that as a tax deduction? As a business expense? No, I don't. We don't. I don't do manual taxes. Oh. I don't even know if I can. I don't know if that's a thing. Are you, uh, is, are you like, um,. Uh, independent and like worker. I'm a I'm a neat. I mean, like legally, are you? I'm a neat. I... I'm unemployed legally. Okay. Oh. I don't have. I I get benefits from from the government. You know, shit's great when. You've had such low income for so many years that you no longer need to pay taxes. Oh my goodness. Because that's the situation I'm in right now. Wow. Like, I like I, I, I got a letter that was like, yeah, no, you, you don't have taxes. Your, your income is too low. <laughs> and I'm like... Sorry, that's just... Really... <laughs> like, hey, buddy. We we cancelled taxes just for you. It's okay. It's like that one time where I got I I paid my water bill and they gave me money back. Oh my goodness! They were like, what? "Yeah, your water your water bills for the month is minus is is a negative." It's like, oh. how does that work? 
Because I used so little water, I guess. Because I, I had, the previous month, I, I wasn't in my apartment, and I guess they were like, oh, that's really good saving on you. <laughs> You're being so economical. You fucking melee player. <laughs> he was like, bitch, do you not shower? Here, have some money back so you can go buy soap. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, well... No taxes for me. Great. I'm just fighting me with my ever-growing electric bill. <laughs> ah, we're poor. So I'm like, if I leave lights on at night, then my cat won't start climbing around and breaking all my expensive things because she thinks it's daytime? Question mark. Um. She only fucking she only does her mischief under cover of darkness. <laughs> so if I turn a light on, she chills the fuck out and I can sleep. It don't be like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm suffering. Oh. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Uh, if you do play Arknights, please add me. We can exchange clues. What? Yeah, Who? this is, you build you build up like the main gameplay is the is the turret defense stuff. You also have like your base, which mm -hmm. you build up. It's a it's a little bit XCOMy, like the the non gameplay bit of XCOM. It kind of looks like that, where you build out and you build these different rooms and stuff. And you have a res a research room where you look for clues. And you get credits, and then if you find all ten clues, then you open a credit exchange where you can go to your friends and give them clues, and then they can give you clues, and they get a bunch of credits, and you can buy cool items with it. Hmm. And you can also like create um, craft items and stuff uh, to be able to upgrade your units a bunch. It's is pretty cool. Please play Arknights with me. Maybe. Anyway, At the very least, if I play Arknight, I can't get into the gacha stuff because I don't have the money for it. <laughs> so, no danger there. Yeah. I'd like to, because it, it seems very fucking playable, free to play. I've spent a, a chunk of money because uh, they have a lot of, like, base packs and stuff. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't bought raw currency yet. Hmm. And I'm pretty much out of things to buy huh which is interesting because um i'll i'll do it because it was something i found quite interesting which may be just a strategy to get me to buy more shit in the future and if so then it's working but uh if i go to the store i, have, I look at packs um there's like a starter pack that's like a dollar. You get some some pulls and a character. They get like a, a starter pack for buying, getting people that you can buy once, and they get like a starter pack for upgrading units that you can buy once, and one for furniture and one and then so so there's a bunch of things you can just buy once, and then yeah, there's some that you can buy like a a box of XP things every week. And you can buy a big thing that you get, like, a couple of temples. You can buy that every month. 
But I think it's quite neat that you can't just keep buying them. That's pretty it cool. It's a, a, a neat cap to, like, spending. And it, it, like, in my, like, looking at it, it might be like, it's like, yes, you, we're incentivizing you to spend 30 bucks every month. And so that instead of burning $150 immediately and then stopping playing, you'll keep going and spend 30 every month forever. But, like, which, like, sure. But... I think it's neat, because if they didn't have that, I probably would have spent a lot more money, because my willpower is weak. And <laughs> I give my PayPal to games with anime girls in it. But it's cool. I like it. Gotcha. Anyway. I've got two more games. <laughs> one of them's like, one of them's Guilty Gear, so it's like halfway news. But I started playing uh, East 8, uh, Lacrimosa of Dana, on my Nintendo, on my PSV, I keep saying Nintendo, on my PS Vita, because I, want, I wanted the JRPG, but I didn't want anything turn-based. So I'm like, I've heard East 8 is good, so I'm going to play that. It's pretty cool. It's um, I've never played an East game before, but it's like pretty self-contained. You play as Mr. Protagonist Boy, number number one. And you get you're on like a ship, and it's like the you're on like a big passenger ship, and you get shipwrecked on like a deserted island, like a cursed deserted island. It's got dinosaurs on it, and curses. Uh, and and bio you, curses. yeah, and you build up your party. So far, I have a uh, a rich noble girl who uses a rapier, and a big. F- funny fisherman who uses an anchor to fight as pretty cool we're like finding survivors from the ship and building up our village and like it's a bit survival gamey it's got like crafting and stuff you gather materials and all this sort of thing um but it's kind of it's kind of like an action action jrpg so it's got like real-time like hacky slashy combat it's quite fun it's quite fun yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it doesn't look very good. It doesn't run very good because it's on the PS Vita. But it, it runs like okay. It's it's stable, which I I, I think is good. It's not great, but stable. Uh, and I'm playing it mostly on the Vita because then I can play it in bed. Huh. And JRPGs are like JRPGs are bedtime games for me. Like I want to crawl into the bed after a long day of work and play a couple of hours of my JRPG. Instead of reading a book. But yeah, that's good. That's a good game. I'm only a little bit into it, but I'm enjoying it. I just fought a big chameleon dinosaur. Sorry, my cat just made a weird noise and I had to look over. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I thought What's my cat one? was like... Apparently it's licking itself. I, I thought it was ah. like knocking on something. <laughs> it's like, ah, hello? Fucking weirdo cat. Do you want to talk about TF2 now? Okay. So I'm back into TF2. I'm so sorry for your loss. Apparently the worst time to get back into TF2... Because the game hasn't been getting any updates mm. for like a good year now. Oh my. 
um, like, well, not updates, but patches, like, big official patches just aren't happening anymore. It's all community content that is being added into the game. Hmm. TF2 has changed over time. Oh, yeah. When was the last time you played? <laughs> Jesus Christ. It might actually have been a decade. Um, a decade ago is like... Okay. I have, I really don't... I, Do you remember I, but, what was the last big update? No. Update? Um, I, I, I really haven't. It was so long ago. Uh, I would boot up Steam, but that would crash OBS. So I'm not going to do that. Um, the uh, last it's been, time a, it's been I, a very long time. I quit TF2 at around the pyro update when they added the meet the pyro thing, okay. which was uh, let I'm gonna just check when that was. That, Wait, the pyro wasn't in the game originally. No, no, he was, but they didn't have the meet the pyro video. Oh, I see. There, there was a big Pyro update where they added... They basically updated the way Pyro works because it, it's, it's been broken since launch, basically. Mm. Pyro's always been, like, bad. <laughs> um, That was in 2012. Nearly a decade ago. So... Goddamn. A couple things changed. And I'm not sure. A couple of things. Um, So the patches stuff. It hasn't been getting any really big patches. And people are really complaining. But Team Fortress 2 has had its biggest jump in player numbers in actual years recently. Damn. Despite the fact it's getting no support, the community is still growing. Which is fucked up and weird. Apparently there were talks about getting people to from the community to work on official big updates, but that fell through. The story behind it is, do you know how inter- internal development in Valve goes? No. Um, there are no... Like, no one... No one ranks over anyone else, and teams are completely fluid, and you only work on what you want to work on. Okay. Which means not a lot of people have been working on Team Fortress 2. Because, yeah. (laughs) No, um, yeah, I was like, is TF2, like, still, like, it's, does it's still relevant? Does it still exist? Yes. Okay. Huh. It's okay. In fact, um, if I remember right, it's it re- recently hit fifty thousand concurrent players. Wow! Jesus. Okay. It's weird. So it's the still, game also that's still has, going. The game has matchmaking now. Like, what do you mean pr- now? You Th- press a button and it finds a casual... It finds a match. What did it do before? Uh, com- it, it was... Back when I played, it was almost ex- exclusively just... Um, oh, like servers? Uh, servers. Which is huh. still available. Um, okay. 
But back when I played, if you wanted to play a game of TF2, you would go to the server browser and find uh, a dedicated server. And that's how you'd play. Interesting. But now it has matchmaking and competitive mode and shit like that. Which has resulted in two things. The first one is community servers, like dedicated servers, are nearly fucking mm. dead. Most mm. of them are empty now, because everyone's just... Because casual just players play, are now just... just playing casual? Yeah. Because the only reason you'd do it back in the day was because you didn't know how to do anything else. So mm. you just picked a random server. The second thing is the invasion of the bots. TF2 has a bot problem now. Oh no. Where you... that In almost every single game you'll join, there will be a bot that will just be headshotting everything in view. <laughs> what the fuck? And will start... And will... The bot will copy an, a real player's name that is in the match and their profile picture... And then start a vote to kick that player mm. and accuse them of being a bot. <laughs> what the fuck? It's so fucked up. And if the vote fails and a vote is started on the bot and that vote fails, it will change its name and profile picture to a different player or even change to a different team. So players are now incredibly vote kick happy of like, oh no, bot, vote. Kick. Out. Out. <laughs> Which is fucking wild. There's apparently been an attempt to have anti-bot bots, because Valve is not doing anything about this, where people are creating bots to kill the other bots. <laughs> There's android warfare in TF2. Yes. Oh my goodness. Like, you will go into games and you will have, like, six players that are bots and constant vote kicks and bots killing other bots. And some of the bots are really bad at the game. How are you going to be bad at the game if you're a bot? Like, because it's, it's a badly made bot. And apparently all of this started with a group called Scrap TF. Who are fucking toxic gatekeepers that wanted to keep noobs out of uh, MVM. Uh-huh. And they want to keep new players out because they're ruining the game. And a lot oh. of them are really racist. Oh. Yeah, well that's to be expected. So that's been a thing. That checks out. <laughs> um. So that's been interesting. Matches in TF2 right now are either everyone's extremely, like, super fucking chill, uh, just trying to have a good time, or just the most toxic cesspit in existence. My goodness. Where you go into a game and it's just, like, 90% racial slurs and Pepe avatars. But then you go into a community oh server boy. and... Then you go into a community server, and because I'm trash, people think I'm a new player all the time. So they try to like help me and explain how to pl explain how to Aww. play the game. Like I've had someone try to explain, like try to to, to uh, instruct me on how to surf, which was lovely. How do you surf? Tell me about it. 
Okay, so surfing is a weird quirk of the Source Engine, and it's really fun. It's I know about see I know about Counter Strike surfing. Is it kind of like that? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, it's also I've discovered you gain a lot more speed if you surf backwards. Hmm. Uh, so that's that's been that fun. makes so, no sense, but sure. It's it comes from the same place as the reverse bunny hopping tech that Half Life Two had. Where if you bunny hop backwards, you would accelerate to infinity. Source Engine is a lovely engine. It makes Source Engines. It tries to simulate physics so much that it makes things interact really weirdly. Like the demo man has a, a launcher that fires instead of the weird like tubes, it fires balls. And because the hmm. round, the way Source Engine cal- makes calculates wind resistance makes them a lot more reliable at range. It's weird, ain't it? But anyway. About about the Source Engine, I remember very, just a few days ago, I learned that that Titanfall was on Source. Okay, Titanfall 1 was going to be on Source. The the full yeah. version is not. Oh, is it not? The prototypes were until they got to a point where the characters were moving too fast for the engine to handle. So they modified it. It's on a modified version of the Source engine. Okay, because I, I remember having the thought of like, wait, it's on the Source engine? But it's good. How is it on the Source engine? <laughs> <laughs> it's... And that was like a very genuine thought. I feel quite bad, but I it's it's so incredible. Like it makes sense. That it's it's heavily modified because it does not feel as janky as Source games do, even Source, slightly. Source the Source engine is like if you took Eurojank and turned it into an engine. Yeah, it's it really is. It feels musty. It does. You're right. Like, you, you log into, like, fucking Gary's Mod, and you start the game, and it feels like a musty carpet to play. It feels like your grandma's house. Yeah. <laughs> like, everything's a bit weird. And everything's old. like like this. That engine is like the Uncanny Valley. Like, everything yeah. feels really close to how it should. But just find enough a way to make it slightly uncomfortable. I remember when I was very young, trying to get into Gary's Mod, because it was the new hot shit back in 2008. Um, I remember that. I was a tiny, tiny baby. I just started, like, what is it, year, year four? Oh. I think it's year four, year seven. I don't remember. But they were like, oh, you gotta play this cool new game. It's called Gary's Mod. I'm like, wow, what's that? It's really cool, you're going to do anything. I remember I logged on and there were no textures. I was like, (laughs) yeah. Huh. Now I'm not a very well versed gamer, but this this shit's different. (laughs) (laughs) This is. 
the fucking pur- ch- purple checker pattern has become like a fucking. Yeah. It's like a signature of the Source engine. Yeah, and that, I I logged onto some like weird custom server, and there were just like people running around and like talking to each other. They like just just like a pose floating around, and there were these huge like red error letters floating around everywhere. And it was like being in a fucking horror movie. I was so concerned. That shit was scary. I just realized something. Was that? VRChat is exactly that. VRChat is just early Gary's mod. Oh, is it? I'm not not familiar at all with VRChat. Because from everything I see about it, it feels like that exact situation of people just a-posing everywhere and it's feeling like you're in a fucking horror movie. Alright, the, the one thing I know about, about VR chat was there was some tweet that was going around. It was like, I joined some random room and it ran like shit and I couldn't figure out why. So I like, I ripped the map and looked around. It's basically empty, but there's like a like an AC unit on, on a wall and it's the most intensely modeled thing. Like every <laughs> screw is like millions of polygons. That's and like it's just a hyper realistic AC unit just killing the performance of everyone That's who's in the amazing. room. That's like the fucking uh, um, Yandere Sim. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. The with fucking, the toothbrush. Yeah, the fucking toothbrush. <sighs> it's like there's a toothbrush model that has like. Two times the polygons of the main character. <laughs> because the guy stole it from a fucking... From a from, dentist yeah, from advertisement. A unit from a dental. Oh. oh my god. I love that shit. Gary's mod was so beautiful. Because it was... It was like... Weird internet chaos. That people molded over time into actual functional games. Hmm. Like yeah, like things like Trouble in Terrace Town came out of yeah. that, and that was fun. Remember Prop Hunt? Yeah, Prop Hunt was sick. I can't remember Rem- what it's called, but yeah, Prop Hunt was great. Remember how we were talking about um um uh you mentioned Titanfall is source. Yeah. Remember how Gary's Mod had parkour servers in it? I don't remember that. That was a thing that, and really? it worked really well. Interesting. And I feel like that might have been why they chose the Source Engine. Gary's Mod Parkour was wild. Yeah. <laughs> because the, you could get to like 400 kilometers per second just running, wall running on buildings. <laughs> it was great. Nice. So, yeah. Um, surfing comes from a weird quirk of the physics engine. That allows you to gain yeah. speed if you're walking into a slope while looking away, f- we're looking slightly away from it. Okay. There's a bunch of tricks. Like if you look towards it, you rise up the slope. If you look away from it, you have you're moving towards it just enough to stay on it while also the game considering you as falling, so you're gaining speed. That's what surfing is. Interesting. Um, and there's apparently an entire fucking community of surfing speedrunning, like speedrunners dedicated to surf maps in Team Fortress. 
I believe that. I believe that. What? I, I remember seeing some people like that in the CSGO. Yeah. Oh, it's not CSGO, but CS. Uh, uh, like maps. I, I played in one yesterday and the map was Space Jam. Oh, nice. I was like, I was like wow, this, this is a fucking throwback. This is straight out of 2006. <laughs> um, I've also finally learned how to rocket jump and trimp. Shrimping is a uh-huh. thing that the demo man can do because you know how the demo man has a shield that can use to charge. Sure, you can. You, the demo man as that's where demonite comes from because you can just equip a shield and a sword. Um, oh yeah. yeah. So with the demo man, if you charge towards a slope, if it's a high enough slope that you can't walk up to it. It'll launch you yeah. into the air, f- but in the same direction you were looking at. Or, oh. if you use any slope, what? if you jump onto the slope and turn and charge the moment you land, the game won't like hook you onto the ground as walking, so you will just launch into the air diagonally. <laughs> what the fuck? Which oh you can use to move... To like move through an entire map in like half a second if you know how to do it well. People playing Team Fortress now, there's so much maneuverability in that game that good enough players don't even really touch the ground. Team Fortress is scary. Like, it's Titanfall now. The, the, you see soldiers fucking pogo hopping and j- using walls to launch themselves across the map, fire three missiles onto you from the sky, then launch themselves all the way back by fucking firing missiles at the exact time to make sure they don't touch the ground and get fall damage and maintain their velocity. Jesus. Because now there's a missile launcher and a sticky bomb launcher in the game that don't damage you or anyone else, but still oh my God. have the blast to, to, to rocket jump. Wow. So... Wait, it's... so can it hurt enemies? No. What do you shoot them with then? You, you use your secondary to shoot them. Or, oh. with soldier, there's a weapon... That crits that always crits if you hit the enemy while you're rocket jumping with it. Damn! It's a shovel. Oh! So soldiers <laughs> are like flying through the sky in Assassin's Creed, assassinating you. What the fuck? That's it's great. It's wild. I I like I've tried a, a bit of it. And I'm really bad at it, but like with a with a demo man, if you charge normally, you get like a, a few feet ahead of yourself. With mm. trimping, you can get in with one charge, like from your spawn to the enemy spawn. It's so oh. fast. That's impressive. That it's. I th- that was kind of part of why I got back into it, because I was like, wow, that's a lot of maneuverability. That seems like a lot of fun. Yeah. 
And the Pyro has a jetpack now that you can get. Oh, hell yeah. Which is why. I love the Pyro. Pyro's great. Pyro's actually. Pyro's actually okay now instead of being bad. Nice. The Pyro also now has a weapon that with a meter that you charge as you damage enemies, and then you taunt, and you're invincible during the taunt, and the more it ends, you get crits for a certain period of time. By the way, Team Fortress 2 has random crits, which I forgot. Interesting. And also random spread in casual matches. Like for Wait, only, only in casual? Yeah, in in competitive, or huh. if your server has it disabled, then it, the weapon spread is always the same with a shotgun. Interesting. Weird. But that's not the part I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about the economy of Team Fortress. Ah. Do you remember back in the day there was the refined metal economy? Very vague. I remember friends being into it. Yeah. I, remember, so, I remember being told about it. Basically, the way it worked, and I, it's basically, refined metal was the easiest way, was how you craft items, and more specifically, hats. Mm. Getting refined metal was kind of difficult, because you needed to scrap a lot of items to get what you need to make scrap metal, and to make a refined metal, and you couldn't buy it. Like, you couldn't buy it from the in-game store. So it turned into like a weird economy where items worth was measured by scrap metal, by a uh, refined metal and keys because you used keys to open crates and crates have hats in them. It's a hat-based economy. It's a hat-based economy. Yes. So interesting. Eventually, Valve added the Steam Community Market, which allowed you to sell your items for money. Mm. That meant that for a while gave a massive boost because everyone was like, oh, I can actually make money out of this. Time to get the scrap. Also, there was a period of time where earbuds were and were a uh, one of the economical commodities because you could only get them if you played the Mac version of Team Fortress 2. So they were a limited item. Basically, limited quantity items were sort of an economic milestone. Mm. It was a a really interesting case of of players in a free-to-play game creating an economy where there was none. Yeah, I think the Steam market has always been really interesting for that, for like, making it able to, like, create an actual economy. (laughs) Yeah, and these real little games. I remember back back then, a lot of stuff was really expensive, and buying it, buying the items you needed with real money was also really expensive because that shit's difficult to get. Yeah. Now nowadays, refined metal is worth three cents. Damn, that's not a lot. You can buy it in the community market, but in like black market TF2 sites, you can buy it for three cents. There's multiple reasons for that. One is now that you can 
trade infinite amount of items and just buy them in the community market, there's less of a need for an in-game economy. Because if you can just mm. buy, sell your items and buy with that money, then you don't really need refined anymore. The other reason is because the reason keys and refined metal were so expensive was because you could use them to get to craft in-game items and potentially get any hat, open any crate, because crates were the thing, well, they were the random loot box of the time. Yeah. But then, over time, Valve added the cases, which were event-specific or time-period-specific and had their own keys, and the items in them could not be crafted with refined metal, and normal oh. keys couldn't be used to open those crates. So, to get the newest stuff, refined metal was useless. And so are the keys, which caused them to devalue. Because now hmm. they're no longer the way to make those things. Because Team Fortress has a weird thing where if you people will assume you're more skilled based on how many cosmetics you have on and how good looking they are. Oh yeah. There's like, there's entire fucking stereotypes there of what kind of player was what kind of cosmetic. Oh, really? Yeah. It, oh, that's fun. It's, it's fucking weird. Um, like, the the fucking... There's so much, so much fucking shit. They're like the gibbous, which is a free hand you can get. And it's associated with either... People, people either wearing it unironically because they're really new to the game and don't know what game they're playing. Or people wearing it completely ironically to troll. Mm. It's weird. And that's also, really, that's really interesting, though. I really like yeah, that. Um, like, uh, uh, because like, medics will heal you more if you have cosmetics on you. People will assume that you're better at the game if you have like an unusual They'll item. Assume you're a better person. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. That is weird. People, will, But it also means that if you have less cosmetics or goofier cosmetics, people are less likely to shoot you because they won't consider you a threat. That's really fun. There's like that's, a thing called... silly. There's a thing called a hoovy, which is a oh, heavy yeah. on your team that is just going to crouch walk at the other team while wearing goofy cosmetics and give them sandwiches and treat and be a friendly basically so they won't attack huh. him and he'll just they'll usually just sit there and dance or like have a taunt where they eat from a table hmm. sometimes your okay. entire sometimes you'll be playing a match and your entire server just decides to go friendly so everyone's just gathering in a place and dancing at each other or high fiving. Fucking really cool. weird. That's cool. Um, but I also wanted to talk about how the how the the Steam community market is a fucking scam. Ah. Money that you get from the community market, you can't withdraw it. You can't withdraw money you get from selling oh, items. Oh yeah, it's in your, it's just money. in your Steam wallet, isn't it? Yeah. And you also can't buy items directly with your credit card. You have to buy like 
you have to put funds in your Steam wallet and it's set amounts, the minimum being like $5. Damn. So that's money that, yeah, that's saying, oh yeah, you can sell it here, but you can't. That money is staying with Valve. They also take a cut of every sale of the money that oh my God. is already they, stuck yeah, with it's them. Literally just, wow, that is a big scam. They're taking a cut from money that they're transferring to themselves. <laughs> no, it's... Don't worry, you get to write your name on the money. Don't worry about the fact that it's in my wallet. It's yours, I promise. I'm just moving it from one pocket to the other. And I'm also taking a cut from it to put in a third pocket. That one, that's my secret pocket. You can't have that. <laughs> you can't take money from there, that's mine. So when you see people go, oh yeah, that item's worth $2,000, yeah. 15% of that but goes no. directly to Valve, ten, and the rest goes to their other pocket. It's like... Yeah, 15% of it goes directly to Valve, the rest of it just lives with them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, like, that... That's like, I have to respect the hustle. You know? It's an impressive scam. If I had come up with it, I would be quite proud. If I got this many people to fucking buy into it this hard. Like, because back in the day, you could still sell items for real money. You just had to go through, like, black market TF2 sites. Yeah. But they've managed to convince everyone that the best option is the one where they don't own the money they get for selling items. Yep. Like, that's fucking brilliant. And it's no wonder they're not killing off the game, because it's still making them a shit ton of money. Yeah. Also, they've retired some items that are used for crafting, which means you can't get certain items anymore. Oh, really? Like I, ass- the- I assume those items are now very valuable. No! What? One of them is the batter's helmet, which you need to craft the, like, the nuka-cola, the fucking cola helmet? I, critical, whatever. It's worth 83 cents. But if you can't get it anymore, shouldn't it be expensive? Right? <laughs> if it's... That's a... That's... Surely that's a limited quantity. <laughs> it's weird. But then on the other hand, some items that you can no longer get are now worth a lot of fucking money. Oh, really? Like, I've seen certain hats that were promotional items for games that are like $20. Damn. For a hat. That's but then there's items that you can't sell and you can't trade that were promotional items for games that you can no longer play or buy. Like there was a Super Monday Night Combat what? promotional hat oh that my you can't God. trade. Oh, shit. Yeah, you can't trade game. it? You yeah. can't trade it. I didn't remember you... until just now, but yes. <laughs> you can't trade it, you can't sell it. Why? I be, 
Because you got it from an achievement, I guess. But, but that means about, that there's literally no way to get that item now. Yeah. That is... That is strange. Like, the only way to get it is to buy the account of someone that has it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is such a weird thing to do, because that means that content that they've created and implemented into the game is now useless. Yeah, it's gone. Like, wh what's the point? What What is the point? There isn't one. Of doing anything. It's fucking weird. They put quests into TF2. Oh, yeah. They're called contracts. Um, oh. you do them and you get items, or like, paints and stuff. And, like, uh, the, the jetpack for the pyro is a quest item that you get, like, you, you finish a quest and you get it. And I'm calling them quests despite the fact that's not the in-game name, because that's what they are. They're quests. What, what's the in-game name? Uh, contracts. Contract. I see. It came from an update that added uh, what I think might have been a campaign. What do you mean you think? Because uh, you need to buy the what? campaign, and the campaign buying uh, it is separate from buying the contracts. Oh, I see. So I didn't buy it. And I don't, no, that's fair. There was also Man vs. Machine that is technically a campaign, but... Uh, also, the man-up mode means you need to buy tickets, one ticket per map you're going to finish in man-up mode, and when you finish a tour, then you, the levels are locked again, so you need to buy the tickets again. Wow. It's such a fucking scam. That sounds real bad. That sounds real scammy. See, it would have been real bad, but there's a free, uh, like, you, the... Man-up mode is just the paid version, and all the maps are available for free to play. I see. The only difference is in man-up mode, you ca you get items whenever you finish a level or a tour. And there's a higher chance of getting Australian or bot killer weapons, which are worth a lot of money in the market. Because oh. Australian weapons are just the normal weapons, but gold. Perfect. Also, Excellent. I had a chance of getting hats and robot-themed cosmetics. Oh, I love hats and robot-themed cosmetics. I've got to say, Man vs. Machine is my favorite thing about TF2, because it's just, it's just a port mode, just a PvE mode, and that's fun. I just yeah, I don't, think, I don't think I ever played that, but I remember thinking it looked cool. We should play it together. We you like tower defense modes. That's a I do. I like tower mode. defense. I just don't feel good about installing TF2 again. Do it. I thought I'd put that part of my life behind me. Do it. Do it. I thought I had Embrace changed. It. I thought I was a stronger person. Embrace now. it. I'm stronger than this. Do it. I coward. don't need it. You ah. can get the the robot hat. The pyro but has a robot I, backpack. I don't have any fun hats, though. I'll trade. I'll give you some of mine. I have a, an abundance. 
I think I have like a cowboy hat and like a shotgun. You you at least have the gunpoint hat. Uh, sure. Because it was a promotional item for uh, owning gunpoint. You got uh, it, from... Is it still? What is it like a login during this period, or is it just no? Like, it, do I... Those promotional items are always you get the achievement in that game, and you have the item in TF two. Interesting. So, for example, I got some items for for playing Space Chem. Wow. I got the fish cake. Which you also cannot trade and cannot sell on the market. What's the fish cake? What does that do? It's a type of sandwich. Oh. It, it buffs your max health and heals you, and you can throw it as like a small heal pack. There's so many sandwiches in the game now. So many. Yeah, sandwich should think the heavy does, isn't it? Yeah. Interesting. Because it's the sandwich. It's also not a sandwich. It's pronounced sandwich with a V. Yeah. Important v. to remember. I it's such a weird fucking game. Play there's a there's a Please restaurant here and and. I was going to say here in Stockholm. I don't live in Stockholm. <laughs> Over in Stockholm! Yeah. Uh, it's like a sandwich restaurant. It's like a fancy one. It's called The Sandwich. Mm-hmm. As in the the witch of the sand. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty cool. I like it as a name. I, was, I just got reminded of that because we're talking about sandwiches. Oh, I just remembered another part of the weird shit the TF2 community has done. What's that? So, items that drop or that you get from crates normally are not marketable, but they are tradable. They're just not marketable. Unless you turn them into a strange variant of the item, or a killstreak oh. version of the item. When MVM first launched, it had a glitch, because from MVM you can get... Uh, it's one of the ways for you to drop a complete uh, killstreak fire or stranger fire items mm. that just makes the item into that variant. Usually you need okay. to I, I think buy the thing or craft it. I don't fucking remember. When it launched it had a glitch where instead of dropping stranger fires and kill streak fire thingies that only turn a specific item into it, they were blank. Ooh. Which that's, means that that's cool. That some items that aren't supposed to have that effect now have them and are worth a shit ton on the community market. Because you can sell those (laughs) variants, but not the normal ones. I see. Interesting. It also means now when you buy a weapon from the market, it's usually either uh, the the normal weapon with a skin. Because weapon skins are a thing now. Or... Mm. It's a strange variant or a killstreak variant, which used to be worth a lot of money, but now you can buy those for like less than a dollar. <laughs> wow, what a bargain! What a bargain! Less what than a, a dollar. Bargain. Which sounds like a bargain until you realize the minimum amount of money you can put into your Steam wallet is five dollars. You can buy five of them. What a bargain! <laughs> you Try can it for also... the price of five. 
You can also buy the Man vs. Machine tickets and the contract thing and the campaign thing on the market and black market TF2 sites instead of buying it from the store. And sometimes it's cheaper than buying it from the store. Huh. For example, I bought six Man vs. Machine tickets for five cents. They're worth five dollars on the Valve shop. <laughs> oh, shit, okay. So oh, it's so a... God, economics are too, is too much for me. I can't deal with money. It's so Which fucking is... weird. It's so weird. Like, it's both a scam and also they've somehow managed to fuck themselves out of some profit because of it. Because mm. why would I buy an item on the store when I can get it for, like, a cent? Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. That, that, that is true. But at the same time, hmm, I now have $5 in my wallet. I guess I'll just buy $5 worth of items. I guess so. I guess I will. <laughs> so, yeah, Team Fortress 2, weird. Community market, weird scam. Cards are worth a lot of money now. Wow. Steam cards that you get from games? A lot of money. I have one from Eternal Crusade, which is a 40k MMO game that turned into a shooter that is now closing down. Mm. I have a foil for one of them. When that game dies, that's no longer going to be an item that you can get. You're gonna get some money which for means that. I'm just gonna sit on it and wait for the value to rise. Because it's already worth a dollar now yeah, for a single okay. card. So, yeah. I don't know why people want... The community, the Steam cards shit is even weirder than items in a video game. Yep, it is. It is very strange. Because this isn't even a video game. This is literally just a trading card. Can you even do something with them? No. They don't do anything. So it's literally JPEGs. Yeah. You don't even get gameplay out of it. It's like a Yachty. It's like fake granddaughter. Like, most of the money I've made on the market is just from selling my cards. What the fuck am I going to do with them? Look at them and collect them. I have like a good little gamer. I have like a few hundred cards that I got from just playing games, and it's like, well... Yeah, I've got a fuck ton. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I just sell them for like ten cents each, and then I have five dollars to spend on a video game. Honestly, I should do that. I should go through and just sell all my fucking cards. I'm rid of them. Like the, like, the... I don't know if I have something in there that's like worth like any money at all, but like... It it but here's the thing, when you have like a fucking hundred, it stacks up. Yeah. Like a hundred cards at ten cents each, that's a fucking ten ten bucks. Yeah. It's enough for that's a video bad. game. That's a video game. That's a video game. And then every once in a while you'll find out that some card you have is for some reason worth a lot of money. This one's worth two dollars. It's like fuck. That's a lot. How'd that happen? How'd it happen? It's weird. It's shit's weird. Oh. 
apparently Payday also has community items now. Oh my Did God. you do you remember when they disabled the community market for player unknowns battlegrounds? No. Because people were I don't even I think people were using it as a massive fucking scam to like fucking as like a, a um what's the word? Um like a money to launder money. Scheme? Yeah. Wow. So now, if you try to sell a an item for from that game, it doesn't show you the sp- like individual entries of people selling it. It just shows you how many people are selling it for how for what amount of money. So you can no longer buy it specifically from a person. Huh. Interesting. Very Fucking interesting. Weird. Why is why is it like this? Yeah, that's weird. I had a bunch of Dota two items that I sold because I'm never gonna play that fucking game. What the fuck am I gonna do with this? We should have a deep dive into my Steam inventory sometime. Oh yeah, it's, it's to just it's, see if any of it were any of it's worth anything. Okay, so there are sites that will tell you how much your Steam inventory is worth. Oh, excellent! You should do that right now, just for the for podcast funsies. Okay, hold on. Watch me get my identity stolen live on live on recording. <laughs> I'll hold on. There's like reliable sites for that. CS:GO exchange. Steam tools, item value, sorter. Oh, I don't know find it. Uh, uh how to, my fucking what's my fucking steam id okay apparently the, the one to use is steam.tools all right that's the one i found your steam id is is uh, in your profile yeah i found it okay I have a, a foil Siri from The Witcher 3. She's worth a dollar forty-six. Nice. I have a foil Gyobu Oniwa from Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. He's worth 43 cents. I've got Skyrim from the Steam Summer Getaway. That's what... Oh, yeah. Had the total, thirty-six ninety-four. Five hundred and ten items. See? Yeah, you, That's you a can. video game. It's a video game. That is a video game. Apparently, my Steam account, uh, my uh, items are twelve ninety. Twelve dollars ninety. Damn. Is it possible to like sell all the all the shit? And 
Can I sell in bulk, or is this going to take three hours to sell everything? It's going to take three hours. Ugh. Okay. Fair enough. That's that's some money, though. I'm not mad about that. Yeah. It's like 30 euro. I can buy an actual video game with that. That's pretty cool. It's like, it's fucking cards, so it's not like you were going to do anything with them. No, exactly. All right. Let's talk about some shit that I yeah, care about. So, so that was the TF2 hour. <laughs> that was the we TF2 should, spoiler cast. We, we should play that later. Uh, I don't want to. <laughs> Please, I'm so I'll, pl- I'll, 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 I'll play Mambo's Machine at some point. Yay. God, I'm fucking <laughs> tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to force myself to be awake through Guilty Gear and through the three presentations and then I'm fucking passing out. Fair enough. Okay. Hold on. we got some interesting stories. Quick, quick shot. Bang, bang, bang. News. Um, before we do Guilty Gear. Dragon Age 4 will be single player instead of a games as a service. This is thanks to Jedi Fallen Order being good and selling well. Neat. This is very good. I'm not even a Dragon Age fan, and I'm very happy that it's not going to be a shitty service game. That is good news. They saw the failure of Anthem, they saw the success of Fallen Order, and went, Eh, let's make a single player. Speaking of, Anthem Next is cancelled. Mmm. Making it the second game to be released and then (laughs) cancelled. Which I didn't think was possible, but they keep proving me wrong. Uh, well, you know, sometimes it's just like... Th- oh my god. Are they gonna- Sorry, I, 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 I just checked my Team Fortress inventory worth in... $31. Damn. <laughs> hey, do you wanna feel- do you wanna feel pain? Can I stab yeah. you real quick? Yeah, sure. Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 will not only miss its launch this year, but the lead devs have also been replaced. That game, like, every fucking piece of news about it since announcement was just bad news every fucking time. How the fuck do you replace the lead devs now? To be fair, the studio that was working on it apparently only ever made one good game. Yeah, but why would okay? Why were they working on it in the first place? But we have decided the Hard Suit Labs will no longer be leading the development. We have started collaboration with a new studio partner to finish work on the game. Mm. Jesus Christ! This is gonna be painful. Um, the Terraria dev- developer got his Google account blocked yes, and uh, decided to cancel the Stadia port of Terraria, which is a good choice. Fuck Google. Surely that wasn't already planned due to the fact that Stadia is now dead. I think... I think it's a happy coincidence. It's a happy coincidence. Well, not exactly um, happy because they got the fucking account suspended, but Yeah, it's a sad coincidence, but it's a it's a coincidence. Um Kingdom Hearts is all on EGS. They're very expensive. 
Um, but I guess you can play them on PC. Fun now. fact: the Kingdom Hearts shit that is a one thousand percent markup on price. It do be like that. <laughs> Which, um, now I'm not saying that piracy is moral. I am. Fuck you. But allegedly, oh, allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly, yeah, that ain't worth it. That's <laughs> a lot of money. And you know they're just gonna go, oh, well, it didn't sell well, so never doing that again. Also, come on, come on, bro. You got a PS4 somewhere. Just can, buy like, the can, collection on there. Can we stop you, with publishers you listening? going like... You've got a PS4. Come on now. Everyone can does. we stop having publishers go like, oh, it's never been on that platform before, that means we can sell it as if it was a new game. Yeah. Nintendo? On your hey, own Nintendo? fucking platforms? Selling a game that cost $50 on the Wii for $60? Now? A game that co- currently costs 35 for for 60 no, but you see, it doesn't mm. have motion controls anymore, so it's a much better game now. Mm. Never mind the fact that I that game has a problem with being, like, not great. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that when we get to the Nintendo Direct, but uh, they added some weird game. They added Fire and Ice, Prehistoric Man, Psycho Dream, and Doomsday Warrior. Are they allergic the to Mother? NES and Super NES collections on the Switch. I don't know. Maybe they just really like games that no one's heard of. And no one likes. <laughs> like, the fuck... Okay. I feel like I've heard of Fire and Ice, but that's the only one. I have never heard of any of these. I think I played it on, like, one of those 99 games in one, like, <laughs> consoles. Yeah, like, it looked like a neat little puzzle. Yeah, like, I watched a little bit of gameplay, but it looks like a, like a neat little puzzle thing. But, come on now. You can release some... There's a lot of, like, relevant games that aren't on the on the platform yet. You can put those on there. It's okay. Uh, also, uh, quite relevantly, Thomas Was Alone is now on Switch. Yeah. bam Go buy it. So, Guilty Year. Uh, originally, I planned when I planned this new segment, we were going to talk about some of the new character trailers and stuff. But then, the open beta came out. And then I got into it. So, we're going to just talk about Guilty Gear. Guilty um, Gear. I got to play for maybe like 10 hours total. Um, I was quite busy. But I played for like maybe 10 hours. I touched... I mostly touched Milia, Giovanna, Kai... And Ram, I Ram a little bit, but mostly those three. It it, it is it is fun. I am desperately trying to tear the rose tinted goggles off of my face, and it's not really Guilty Gear. It's not Rev Three. So in case you in case you don't you haven't played you haven't touched it and you're like oh I love Rev Two. This is this may be a good game in its own right, but it it's not Rev Three. So please don't expect that because you will be disappointed. Hmm. 
Um, it has a lot. There's a lot. There's some. It, it's it's likable. I think the the every character has been quite simplified, uh, for better or for worse. Uh, we'll get into it when talking about the Gatlings, but I think it means that you can more easily play more characters. Um, which may be a, a positive. Uh, I have a couple of characters like I, I do care about in there. Um, but like if you if you have like a couple of mains, you can probably play a couple of them more than you could in Exard. Like you you would need to be quite high level to play more than one character like competently. Mm-hmm. Uh, above like a very basic level. Um, yeah, I really love the new RCs. The new Roman cancels are super good. Um, and of course, the game is absolutely stunningly beautiful. Except for the is... weird stage transitions. Yeah, the weird stage transitions. I, I, I've kind of gone to like the like the camera movements in supers and stuff. I don't. I still don't think the stage transitions or the dusts look very good. Hmm. Um, it just looks a bit weird to me. Hmm. But yeah, it is. Speaking of things that I I don't like, uh, I don't know that I love the Gatling system, because before it was very easy to hit buttons and make things happen. Now it is a lot more limited. And it's, it feels, as someone, I'm not great at fighting games. I take a long time to learn them, and I play so fucking many of them that I never get really very good at any of them, any any single one of them. But it was quite comforting to play Guild Gear and know that whatever happens, I'm able to go punch, kick, slash, heavy, slash, and do a special move after. I was like, that's a combo. It's like, it's a little string. But it's so, like, I think... Punch can only Gatling into command normals. Mm-hmm. Kick can only Gatling into command normals and sweep. You can do close slash, fast slash, heavy slash. Like that little three hit thing still works. I think that's universal, but. There's, uh, it's like it doesn't flow very well, and I think it is harder to learn because I think if you have something like the normal the Exod Gatling, you can kind of hit buttons and stuff happens, mm. and that doesn't happen in Strive. If you if you just hit buttons, nothing happens, which doesn't feel great. Yeah, like the hidden buttons and stuff happening is kind of how you get into a fighting game if you've never played it before. Yeah, like if if you get in and you don't have any guidance, you only have yourself and the controller. And if you if you feel like you're hitting a bunch of buttons and it's just doing little weird punches and nothing else, you're like, oh, it doesn't it doesn't feel great. Hmm. But I don't. I like. I don't like. It's obvious. It obviously works. Like, like people doing the codes. Like, oh, you do. You play soul. And you do kick into. You do kick heavy slash, and that's the combo start. You do you play fucking Giovanna, and you do 
Uh, close, close kick, I think. A close kick is the knee. Maybe it's close slash. I think the thing is close slash is a knee that gives so I can make some airborne so you can combo with it. It's a very good button. But yeah, I think it's. I don't, know, I don't love the changes to the Gatling system. Uh, it is a massively oaky, not oaky, neutral focused game. Instead of Exart being very oaky, oaky focused. And the the huge high damage is something I really don't like. I just don't find that very fun to play with. Because uh, it means that the matches are over very quick. And it's quite overwhelming. Like, you never get a chance... Because I, I like quite low damage games, generally. Um, or, like, mid to lower damage. Um, where you get more time to, like, sit and, like, feel each other out during the match instead of over a set. Um, but the damage is absurdly high. Um, it sounds like they've made it a bit closer to, like, Sarai Showdown. Yeah, it's not, it's not it's not quite there, but it's closer, definitely. Hmm. Um, like, it's, yeah, it's a lot more neutral-focused, because, yeah, I don't know. I'll, it's whatever. I kind of, I, I am very, like, instinctively, positively inclined to it, because I want to like the new Guilty Gear, because I like Guilty Gear. But I just, I'm... I don't love it. Like it, it's it was fun to play because it was very pretty and I am I am a monkey who likes hitting buttons. I I am I am a silly little button button slappy boy, and I enjoy that. But monkey, yeah, you know, like when yeah, I think I about you. it, like it's it's like eh, there's more stuff I didn't like than did when I think about it, even though I had a good time. Which is weird. Mm. Um, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to play more of it to see how it develops. It's gonna be interesting also now that the netcode is actually okay even though we're Oh yeah. Fresh. God, I forgot to say, the netcode's fucking fantastic. The that's the most important part actually of the perfect. right now. Like, right netcode's now you... actually perfect. It's incredible. With a pandemic, netcode is like vital. Yeah. Um. Oh, also speaking of the netcode in related news, the lobby is the worst piece of shit I've ever had to deal with. I've heard it's real trash. It is horrid. I've you do heard... not understand how bad it is without having experienced it. Like if, if you've just seen videos and thought, "Oh God, that's ugly." Playing it is so bad. It takes so long to do anything. Like, getting into matches takes ages. And when you finish a match... Because you got you got, you got got little guys, and they've got little swords, and standing there... And when you win a match, you beat each other up, and one of, the, one of you is on the floor, the other one raises the sword in, in victory. Um, and then you move on. You finish a match, and... You you got no health. The other guy still still has like a half health bar on the on the little character. And you stand there slapping at each other for like 10, 20, 30 seconds. 
before it ends and you fall down and your opponent goes Mer! and then you get to leave and fight someone else mm-hmm. but it takes so long I don't know what the fuck it's doing I don't, I don't know what it's doing during that time but it's really rough like it's the uh, lobby made me not want to play it so I've heard something else really interesting about matchmaking in that game. Yes. You know how it has a quit match op- option? Aha! <laughs> it's a lie. The quit match of deceit. It actually puts you in a lobby, you just don't see it. Yeah, I think uh, I heard that via, I think it was, I was watching a Sajam stream, and it was like, so I've, I watched I watched Leffen, and he clicked quick play, I jumped over to some other streamer, and he saw Leffen in the lobby. <laughs> it's like, oh no. It's like, oh. Really, motherfuckers? Really? It would have been simpler to actually just make it a quick match. Yeah, like, I can kind of get it for the beta. Because would, would, like, would that mean that you would only match with people who also quick match? And they, and they do it wanted- that way, yes. Like, like specifically for the beta, they wanted everyone to intermingle. Like, they they did. They're supposed to have instant rematch in the full game, but it wasn't in this because they want everyone to play everyone to get as many connections as possible. I'm hoping that's why quick matches like that. Because but... the, smart, the smart thing to do would be to have it so that you're also in the lobby but are also looking for a quick match. That way, you're not limiting the range where you're searching for. Yeah. But you still have the ability to just get a normal fucking quick match. Yeah. Instead of waiting in the lobby. Oh, look, who's here? Oh, hey, Cass. Um, Hello, Cass. But, like... What? Like, why do they keep doing this? I have no idea. It's so why weird. Do they keep I don't know why it's so bad. Lobbies. Can they not just fucking, like, what was wrong with a menu? Yeah, like, I, like I'm like i partial to arcade cabs. I thought arcade cabinets was, it's a, it's a neat lobby. I think it's a, it's a cute conceit. You can have a little cute character model. Um, it's easy to understand. And as long as it works well, you got some settings. Maybe you can implement some like different game modes if you want to run like, if you're like uh, this cabinet is like King of the Hill, this cabinet's round round robin, this cabinet's something else. So you can line up for like the one you want. Sorry about the cat. I, okay. I, I, she's gonna be here. This episode, this episode is the, the no medication episode. The cat's gonna be here. Come here, come here. It's okay. Um, yeah, I don't know why it's bad. I don't understand why it's bad. Because, like, even if you're not going to do anything fancy with, like, models, like, Power Rangers has a perfect lobby. Power Rangers, there's no excuse to have a bad lobby after Power Rangers. What's the you Power can have Rangers a, lobby like? It, it's menu-based, but you can have, like, th- I think it's four... Um, Four matches at the same time, you can have... There's a training mode, you can spectate. Um, it's really easy to use. It's... Uh, there's there's no none of that, like, you know... 
You know how when you, if you play Smash and if you spectate a game, the game starts fucking chugging because it has to <laughs> to account for another player. Um, like the game starts running like shit if there's anyone spectating. Uh, it doesn't do that. Like it all works very good. Um, okay, it's like it's it's just it's just perfect. Oh my goodness, Cassie. Cassie. That's weird. Hey. Oh my god, that was a long one. It's, it's like... I feel like someone needs to just go into the office and just start screaming at yeah, people I... to just yeah. have a normal fucking lobby system that works. Yeah. You would think after the Dragon Ball Fighter. Fighters shit. God, I forgot how bad Fighters was. Holy hell, that's a bad lobby. Oh boy. I... The lo you don't... The lobby system shouldn't be a puzzle game. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be a challenge to figure out how to play. Just let me press button and then press more buttons to fight. Yeah. Like, yes, fuck. Honey, I'm gonna need you to be quiet. Like, I, I'll let you be out here, but I'm recording. Ma'am? <laughs> Ma'am, please. Settle down. Fucking... Can you, can you imagine if, like, the fucking League fighting game comes out and that also has trash lobbies? Uh. Breaking yeah, the news. Le the league fighting game better be good. There's breaking stadium news. Oh my goodness. So, new from Jason Schreier on the failure of Google Stadia. Yep. Um, it missed its initial sales target by hundreds of thousands. <laughs> um, it, to bring in games like Red Dead, Google spent tens of millions of dollars on each game. Oh no. Which is the price that would cost them to just develop new games. Yeah. Um, they paid 20 million to Ubisoft to port Assassin's Creed in the division. Oh no. That's so sad. They paid those prices per Stadia port. Jesus. Yeah, no wonder they're fucking losing money. No one's buying the thing and they're spending millions to get games on there and no one's, still no one's buying it. Like, just you can just use that money to develop games. You could. Um, let's see what else is in here. Um... They. Yeah. Uh. Has Google had a successful product in like the past decade? Has who? Google. Has Google had a successful product in the past decade? 
No? I genuinely right. can't think of one. I genuinely can't think of the good th uh, like a a good or successful thing that Google has made. They made some bad phones. I, didn't, I know some people who stand those bad phones. Not a um, pixel? Yeah. Ooh. Remember the how pic you need a the pixel pi the to pixel use is the like mid at best. Oh god, you do. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. How the oh, fuck is this it? so broken? What? Why? You need the pixel to, t to activate your, your fucking stadia. How what do you do if you don't get one? What the what do fuck you do is this, Google? What, what do you do what? if you What do you do if you bought a Google Stadia but you don't own a Pixel? Yeah, because you're a normal person in 2021 who nobody fucking owns a Pixel. Come on. What do you do? You just die, I guess. I can't fucking deal with it. What the f what what are you doing? Jesus. Let's move on, I'm angry. Let's talk about Nintendo Direct. Like, I feel like the last thing that Go Google product that worked was Gmail. Yeah, Gmail. I mean, Gmail's pretty good. Is it? It's functional, yeah. I guess. Yeah, to be fair, I've never used anything else, so I maybe I'm <laughs> yeah. maybe I have no inf maybe I don't have information. They killed Google Play Music, which was genuinely okay. For podcasts. I use that to, uh, like, load MP3. I use that to play the MP3s I load, side load into my phone. I, I used it for podcasts and audiobooks because it actually saved your progress through the thing. Oh, yeah, I did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I had to download something else because I couldn't find anything that does that. What do you use now? Because I'm looking for something like that. Uh, I'll, let me check. I don't remember its name. Just need to phone something called MX Player. Okay. MX Player. Kill. I'll check it out. Jesus Christ! I just looked at the list of things Google killed the past year. Yeah. Oh, isn't there a site like the Google Graveyard or something like that? Yeah. There's like a website someone keeps up of all the things that Google kills. They killed Hangout. Uh. Oh no. Yeah, Google Hangouts isn't a thing anymore. They killed exped fucking expeditions? Oh, it's apparently a Google Cardboard thing. Huh. Oh my god. They, they, they killed... They they've got fucking... The only things they have left are fucking Google Glass and Gmail and YouTube. Wait, they and still have Google Glass? Well, Google Glass is now just like a uh, it's um for for businesses instead of being a consumer. Oh, um, I see. Which is what it should have been to start with. I mean, yeah. It, it shouldn't have been a consumer product. That, that uh, no, I don't like. I don't even know what the fuck it's for. Like, I don't know what it's gonna do. It's just augmented reality, I guess. Yeah, but is that necessary? No. Like, do you need it? I'm no. gonna remind you that the Vive has a version that they sell that is like meant for businesses. Huh. 
Like, because uh, I was checking the vibe recently. Yeah. Um, let me find it. It's the Vive Cosmos? Oh. No, it's... Oh my god, just let me fucking... Vive series. Because it's a series now of fucking headsets, because who the fuck is going to buy an Oculus anymore? You need a Facebook, Facebook account Facebook for the account. Oculus now. Shit. Um... Hold on. Fucking... It's such a fucking nightmare to try and get... Make... Find anything VR-related anymore. Because there's the HTC Vive. Yep. Which is the thing that they did with Valve. And here it is. Enterprise. Ah, yeah. Vive Enterprise, which is 1,500 euro. Yeah, damn. That is a, that's 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 some money. Why? Who? For what? What business needs Voitable that? reality, baby. It's for it's specifically for businesses, but what business uses a VR? For um, gamer businesses. Like, the the fucking advertisement photo is a firefighter. <laughs> sure, a firefighter with a vibe. If, if you want your VR porn while you save some fucking... Some people from a burning yeah. house, I guess. <laughs> Fuck! Why is why is it so expensive? Why does it need to be fifteen hundred fucking euros? It's weird. Mm. Can you even buy a regular Vive anymore? I, th- uh, I think so. Let's see, Vive. Vive series. <laughs> and by the way, I if I want to get a Vive, I have to import it because they don't sell them here. Oh, it's out of stock. Oh. It's been out of stock for the past month. Damn. Why does it be like this? In case you have a fucking computer capable of playing VR games, which fucking who has that kind of money? I wish I could play VR games. I would love to, but it's like making a VR capable computer is so fucking expensive. Uh, yeah. Like, a, a VR setup can cost you, like, upwards of, like, $5,000. And that's, that's a lot. It's a lot of money. For, th- for a genre of video games that barely functions. They're cool, though. They're cool. Once you I get like over them. the nausea. 
I mean, that's a personal thing. I don't get very nauseous playing VR games. I really want to play VR games, but that's something for the day when I have more than a dollar in my bank account. Yeah, that shit's for rich people. I mean, my, my parents keep talking about their friends that have a VR room, and it's like... Fuck. Fuck. Fuck, right? man. Like, not just a VR setup, but a VR room... Like, shit. I want a VR room. Me too. Man. Apparently they, apparently their setup actually cost $5,000. I'm like, Damn. Christ, can I eat them? <laughs> can we, can I eat them and take their VR room? Just, hmm. And like they're fucking they're old boomers. What are they doing with it? Not that boomers can't play video games, but old Middle Eastern boomers. Old Middle Eastern boomers. They're gonna play super hot. <laughs> I'm gonna play super hot VR. Playing fucking Beat Saber. Hell yeah, Beat Saber, yeah. Play uh, Star Trek, um, what's the VR game? Bridge Control? Yes, Bridge Crew. Bridge Crew. Play Bridge Crew. Yeah. Playing Job anyway. Simulator. Let's talk about Nintendo. Nintendogs. On the 17th? There was a Nintendo Direct. I did the reaction on my YouTube channel. You can go watch it. It was the origin of my pog face. I'm so sorry. Um. <laughs> I completely forgot everything that was in there. That's okay, we'll go through it now. Started with Xenoblade. I started fucking screaming right away. And then we found out Pyro was in Smash. And also Mithra. They change like Zelda. It's pretty cool. It's very exciting. It releases in March. Um, yeah, it's a new Smash character. I'm I'm really excited. Xenoblade is a fantastic series. Uh, 2 is very, very good. Uh, please release uh, X on the Switch. Thank you. Um... God, I miss I miss Xenoblade with mechs. That was so cool. Please put Xenoblade X on the Switch. Um, then they announced Fall Guys is coming to Switch. Coming this summer. That makes sense. I think yeah. there was a... I'm surprised it took it that long. Yeah, I thought it was already on there. But that makes sense. That's a very Switchy game. Uh, also this summer, Outer Wilds coming to Switch. I may play it. I keep I keep meaning to play. It. I just need to play it on something. Um, because I don't have my PC can run it. Um, a weird pool that I didn't even know about, but Famicom Detective Club. Uh. One and two. Um. 
that being the missing heir and the girl who stands behind are being uh, remastered, like re-upgraded to be Switch quality and ported worldwide. They were originally Japan exclusive uh, Famicom games. They are like visual novel kind of mystery investigation them ups. Mm. Um, the first one I think is about a like a, a murder mystery, and the second one is kind of supernatural. It's got like a ghost thing going on, which Thank is you. very interesting. Um, they look pretty cool. There was nothing something I had hadn't actually heard of before. I'm quite excited to get to try them out. They're out uh, May 14th. Uh, announcement after that. Uh, Samurai Warriors 5 announced. Uh, it's Which coming this summer. I, I didn't expect yeah. them to announce a Samurai Warriors game. No, I mean, it, I think it looks it looks very pretty. Um, I like a good Musou. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow, apparently the last one was released seven years ago. Damn. Let's hope this one is good. (laughs) So, so, uh, so yeah, there's a lot of remakes, but uh, Legend of Mana coming to Switch with remastered HD background. It's very pretty. Very pretty sprites and backgrounds. Um, apparently it has rearranged music, a uh, feature where you can turn off enemy encounters, and a new minigame uh, hmm. launches June 24th. I'm confused about the Mana series. Oh yeah. Because I, I never played them growing up, and my first exposure was the remake of, I believe, Secret of Mana? Mm-hmm. Which was not good. Oh. oh. I don't know if the original was good, but the remake was not. And I thought this was that, but apparently this is a different one. And there may be a lot of games that I don't know about. But that's okay. Uh, There was a new Monster Hunter Rise trailer. It looks pretty cool. There was a lot of cool monsters revealed, including a big spider. Spider. Um, And possibly more crucial news that will release... This news is from later. It wasn't in the presentation, but it came out later. That Monster Hunter Rise is coming to PC in 2022. That's neat. I mean, so yeah, it's well, coming out in a uh, pretty, pretty bang on a month from now uh, for the Switch, but it is then getting an actual PC port, which is very cool. So that is doing, very exciting. I'm super happy for all the PC players. They're basically doing what they did who, with World. Yeah, and everyone uh, who like either doesn't have a Switch or, like, doesn't want to buy a Switch just for this, I'm super glad they're getting a PC port. That's great. It makes sense, because World did really well on PC. Yeah, and this game is... It is, like... World, but old... Old Monster Hunterified, in that it has all the good stuff about old Monster Hunter, but it's playable? Hmm. Which is quite exciting. Um, then, oh my gosh, new Mario Golf. I am genuinely really fucking excited for new Mario Golf. It's coming June 25th. It has motion controls. 
it has speed golf where you have to run to the ball and fucking beat each other up and do the golf the quickest. It has a story mode where you can play as a me. It's called Ooh. Mario Golf Super Rush. It's fucking great. What did you say? Good old, good old me's. Good old me's. I forgot. I forgot me's were in, on the Switch. If I'm honest. Me too. Uh, yeah, because uh, for my like profile, I don't have a me. I have like a picture of like I usually have like a Zelda or a Waddle and I right now have Mifa from Breath of the Wild. Like I don't like I don't <laughs> I don't love me's, but that's cool. I guess. Yeah. Uh, some other things coming to Switch: uh, Tales from the Borderlands on March twenty fourth. Uh, Capcom Arcade Stadium, uh, which has uh, Ghosts and Goblins and some, I think it's Street Fighter, some Street Fighter, Street Fighter Alpha 2, maybe? Um, and a bunch of Capcom Arcade games, if that's what you're into. That's out today on the 17th, so a while ago. Um, and Stubbs the Zombie, which is a game... Um, it should be a video game. It was originally a... Um, what was it on? It was an Xbox game. From 2005. It's like a... Third-person action game? Hmm. Which looks quite interesting. But yeah. No More Heroes 3. August twenty seventh. Very ex- very exciting. I'm interested to see what it ha- what what happens with it. It looks pretty cool. I should play two at some point, just yeah, to have just to see what 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 it does. It was a pretty pretty good game. Yeah, nice. And has neon white, which is a weird. Thing. It's like, a, it's got a very cool art style. It's like a weird, like, first-person speed-runny platformer thing, kind of. Hmm. It's very strange. Uh, it's, it, looks, it looks quite interesting. It looks quite interesting, I must say. Um, DC Superhero Girls Teen Power. Coming June 4th. It looks cute enough it's not for me I have nothing to say about it It, okay that game looks like I swear I have seen that fucking acid flip so many times (laughs) I'm not even joking there's so many acid flips is it really it looks exactly it an like an acid. Yeah, yeah. It looks exactly like one that I know because I've seen it like a million fucking times. Like I recognize the art style. I think like I know the art style from something, but but like the game itself, the gameplay and stuff in it, yeah. the way okay. everything moves and plays. Oh no! That's I swear I have, that is a demo that you can buy for Unity. Oh no! Oh no! And if well, it's not. Then, 
then how the fuck did they make it look that bad and that close to it? Listen, if the if all the girls with Tina power playing Nintendo Switches. If they play it and enjoy it, if they like the superhero girls save the day, and fuck it, good for you. You 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 do your thing. Mm. If you know, it might be bad, but if if you, I feel so, I feel so weird talking about things that are like, like it's important for representation but but it but it sucks if it sucks it sucks it's kind of like black panther i didn't really like i didn't think that was a very good movie like okay, as a well, movie that, i mean that's that's your own take and, and it was o- like it. i think it was very like it was obviously hugely important to so many uh like uh, young black kids and like people who had never seen them represented that way, and that was super fucking cool. But I was still like, it wasn't very good though. But you know what? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not annoying enough of a person to let that act, to to talk about it. I'll just be like, yeah, fuck I mean, it. I'm I mean, I'm glad it's important to I you. Can, I can be a real dick right now. Why? Because I can just go, you're talking about it right now. I know. But it, it <laughs> came up. I don't usually talk about it. See, I don't got any fucking problem just shitting on things. So, I'm going to say yeah, it right that's now. You're n- yeah, that's because you're not white. <laughs> you come from the Middle East. <laughs> I can't say these things. I get yelled at on Twitter. I'll say it for you. That game's <laughs> fucking trash. Holy shit, if that game's good, I'll I'll fucking I will eat my hat. <laughs> like that game looks like such fucking garbage. Holy shit. I can't believe that Nintendo showed that on a Nintendo Direct. I can't believe that game got as long of a presentation as it did when so many really good indie games get like 5 seconds. Like, a short hike got, like, ten seconds on screen when it was on the direct. But this game gets, like, ten minutes. Why? A short hike is also really good. And also, if we're talking about representation, a short hike's a really good game for that. Oh, really? I, I don't know much about it, besides I think it's beautiful, and I want to play it. Tell me about it. Well, okay. So in a short hike, you're playing as 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 a, as a a bird, and she yes. needs to talk to her mum who is sick, but she has no reception. So you want to climb I up? I didn't. I didn't even know it was a girl bird. That's cool. Yeah, I think so. Like, there's like even. F- I think there's even a few trans characters in it. Nice. Uh, it's it's a lovely little game. It it. It's clearly, like, there's a lot of really nice ways in which it pokes fun at people and companies and the type of people that play video games. (laughs) Oh, that's good. 
Like there's oh, yeah. a there's a guy there that is it's a, it's a little short little interaction, but you can buy feathers from the uh, the the what's it called in English? The person that is like taking care of the park park ranger. Yeah. You can buy feathers, and then at some point you go you go to him and you're like, I want to buy feathers, and he's like, I I would, but some kid bought all of them earlier on. Then later on in the game, you encounter a guy like wearing a hoodie and like beh- standing behind a wall. He's like, "Hey, hey, kid, want to buy some feathers?" And you can you, you can say like, "Yes," and he's like, "Yeah, okay, five hundred per feather." So you go. I could just buy feathers from the uh, park ranger for a quarter of that. He's like, "Well." Why don't you go do that then? Hmm. It's like it's because he's the kid that bought it, and then you talk to him, and he and you can go like, why Why are you doing this? And he's like, well, I need to pay my student loans. <laughs> and it's like, oh, well, once you finish doing this, how much of your loan is left? And he's like, well, if I sell them. I'll still have half my student loan to pay. Oh no! <laughs> I also appreciate that the main character in that game is like a normal fucking person. She's like, yeah, uh, like there's a an entire little side thing in it where she's like, why are people why why are you giving me a reward for doing you a favor? Mm. I, was, I was just being nice. <laughs> you don't need to give me this. There's a part where you can play a game with a little kid, and then if you win enough times, he's like, Wow, you're so good. Here, have all of my money. And the character just goes, I feel uncomfortable taking all of this money from a child. And then the kid goes, It's okay, my parents are rich. They just go, Oh. Okay, well, I guess I feel as bad now. It's a lovely little game. It's got a lot of. Uh, it's got a lot of charm. And it got like five minutes on five seconds on screen. It did. But this fucking asset flip for DC, who have hired some real shitty fucking people. Had some real bad policies when it comes to women and minorities. Oh. Trying to sell their fucking video game as being somehow a fucking. You know, we're being so progressive. We're being so, so progressive. Hmm. So progressive. What, what female superhero are we gonna have? Uh, are we gonna add sexual assault to the backstory of today? Oh no! Because our writers have a weird fetish. Oh no! How's Wonder Woman gonna get tied up tonight? Are we gonna see her feet? No! <laughs> I'm just saying. DC's no. made some mistakes. They have comic big, large comic book companies 
kind of shitty. I know, yeah. big surprise. Yep. Big, big surprise. They, a lot of asshole nerd comic book writers don't know how to write women the or minorities. Big surprise. <laughs> large surprise. Shocking. Remember when they tried when some of the fucking higher ups in Marvel fought against making Miles Morales black? What? What do you mean? That was a thing. But the wildest oh, thing. Good. Okay, Miles Morales' dad, do you know what his name is? Oh uh, no. No, it's not my head. Jefferson Davis. Okay. For those that know American history... Like like Thomas Jefferson? No. No, 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 no. Okay. Um, That's the one... Jeff- I, I don't know American history. Enlighten me. Jefferson Davis was a Confederate general. Wait, really? Yeah. Wait, fucking for real? Yeah. Wow. Yikes! I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Who boy? That's that's not good. That's not good. They changed that's... his name recently. Good, because they that... were like, yeah, that's yeah. that's weird. Yeah, that's fucked. That's not o. That's not okay. What the hell? Mm-hmm. That's super fucking wild. Remember wild. when fucking Miss Marvel called fucking Magneto a Nazi? Oh, I think I saw that, yeah. You know, Holocaust Survivor? (laughs) Holocaust Survivor Magneto? Jesus Christ. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I'm just saying comic books uh, don't have a great track record of either writing women or minorities. No. It's, yeah, it's kind of, it's really uncomfortable a lot of the time. Do you remember when they announced the new superhero Safe Space? Oh yeah, fucking Snowflake and Safe Space? Yeah. And, oh my god, that was embarrassing. And oh the twins god, that were, was embarrassing. And the twins who are weirdly uncomfortably close to each other. Yeah. Like, they're holding hands. Yeah, it was weird. Remember when in the Ultimate Universe, I think it was, uh, um, what's the name of the Fantastic Four lady? Um, uh, Invisible Girl? Invisible Girl? Invisible Woman? When she told, I, I, I don't remember who it was she told that to, but she told off to another character that being against incest is bigoted. I'm sorry, what? She was like, why are you judging the the, the two superheroes that were in an incestuous, incestuous relationship? And another character was like, that's weird. And she was like, you're being bigoted right now. Aha. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, the Marvel, the the Ultimate Universe was kind of Who weird. Who the fuck writes this? <laughs> Why? I think it was under Bendis, Bendis back then, but yeah. It's, yeah, it's... Good fucking lord. Mmm. It's no good. Remember when a character uh, read Iceman's mind to tell him that he's gay when he didn't know that at the time? Oh, fuck. <laughs> what? If you read his oh, mind like, and sorry, it was like... That, that like just registered in my head what the fuck you just said? What? Yeah, she read his mind and was like, hey, you're gay. And he, at the time, did not know that. And was also visibly massively uncomfortable at the fact that she just read his mind out of nowhere. Weird. Weird. Mind readers are always written to be so fucking creepy. I mean, I mean, yeah. They but read also, minds. like... Just writing it, making it so she's supposed to be... Okay, I'm just gonna say, in, that scene is framed with her as being, like, supposed to be, like, likable and progressive. Like, that she's accepting him, despite uh. the fact that he's the gay. Telling someone that... Reading someone's mind and telling them that they're gay when they don't know that, and, like, being weirdly aggressive about it when they're clearly uncomfortable that's fucked up oh, a fucked no. up thing to write your character doing and then frame it as the good thing oh no that's really fucked up yeah, yeah that's that's weird yeah that's <sighs> that's weird like, can that's... we move on I want to talk about plants for the zombies yeah, I'm, uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable yeah. with the energy we've created in the studio today. Welcome to Marvel Comics. Ah, uh, Plants for the Summit coming March 19th. A Disney subsidiary. Plants for the Summit coming March 19th. It's Battle for the na- for Neighborville. I haven't played this one. I don't remember if this is one of the good ones or not. I don't fucking know. Um... Who knows? Metopia is coming to Switch, which is apparently a 3DS thing originally. That's getting ported. It looks pretty, pretty nothing. Um, but you want to have fun with your me's and you're a young kid. You want to have some me fun. As there's, there's a fucking horse. <clears throat> Gives a shit. Uh, there's Mario themed items for Animal Crossing. They're very cool. I wish all of you still Animal Crossing players a very pleasant Mario. Now here's the exciting one. This is the one that the Pogface came from. Uh, That was during this trailer. Oh Uh, yeah, we were doing the Nintendo Direct. Fuck. (laughs) We're doing the Nintendo Direct still. Uh, Project Triangle Strategy. It's a working title for a, a Octopath Traveler-esque HD 2D 
strategy RPG, like mm-hmm. like a Final Fantasy Tactics kind it's of a thing. It's a tactics. It's a tactics. It, it it's gorgeous. It looks really really pretty. Uh, it seems really exciting. It I think immediately it's gonna avoid the big problem the Octopath had because it only has a four person party. Um, so there's actually going to be a chance for them to like have uh, connections and like dynamics between the the four of them and the gameplay looks super cool there's a huge amount of seeming, I haven't, I haven't got the chance to touch the demo yet that'll be probably next episode but um, there's like terrain effects with magic so you can like make puddles and like lightning them. You can like set things on fire, and you can do all sorts of like terrain deformation. Just really interesting. Just really cool things. I'm very excited. There's a demo available right now, and the game's coming out in 2022. There's going to be a survey after the demo, so go ahead and play it. Um, give yeah. you give you give you feedback. Yeah. Um, it's exciting just, to see tactics games coming back. Yeah. And I, I quite like that this is the thing they're doing with demos and feedback. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the time people don't do that. They just like release games. And if, if they release demos, then they just release games. Yeah. But like actually advertising it with a feedback survey is very interesting. And I quite love it. I quite love it. It's quite a good move. Um, we moved right from hope into despair into the most obnoxious fucking cringe-worthy trailer I've ever seen for something okay. called Knockout City. <laughs> can we can we take one second because I need to piss desperately and then we can go back sure. and scream you, about you scream in that. anguish. You do okay. that. Okay, I'll. Sorry. That's okay. Piss your little heart out. Shit. Uh. Okay, I'm back. Hello. There was another thing. 
uh, in the middle, there was a tiny short trailer for Star Wars Hunters. Does that which count as a trailer, even? It's a Zynga game. Uh, it's gonna be garbage. But that was in the middle. And then okay. we move on. We move on to despair. It is the cringiest, most obnoxious, horrible trailer I've ever seen. It is framed like like a fake interview with a bunch of the characters from games. I, There's a big I, World of Warcraft orc and a military man. Yeah, I wanted to say that most sprite. of those characters don't seem like they come from any fucking game, like any real game. Yeah, there's like this one. There's like the one that's obviously supposed to be World of Warcraft. The one that's supposed to be like Counter Strike. A few of them are just nothing. One of them's like a American football player. Um, like, are we? Are, is the, wait, is this EA or Ubisoft? I can, I can't fucking remember. I, uh, uh, I don't remember. I'll see at the end of the trailer. Because are we at the but, point where fucking AAA companies are making knockoffs? Of characters of other companies, like a fucking mobile game. Yeah, here's this one lady who looks like she's probably supposed to be a Halo. Uh, she's probably supposed to be a Halo, possibly like a really skinny Starcraft uh, Marine. Uh, but yeah, she's got like the Halo style armor. Um, and yeah, this looks like a. This is EA. It's like a dodgeball kind of game. It's got that really horrid energy of something like a... Oh, what was it called? What was the Xbox One exclusive thing called that came to... uh, That then came to other things. Was it Sunset Paradise? Is that the name of it? Sun... Sunrise? Sunset Paradise? What was it called? Oh, I, I, I legitimately don't know what you're talking about. It was... Wait, Xbox One Paradise. What was it called? Fuck! It was this really, like, weird, like third-person, like, action... Grinding. Are you talking about Sunset Overdrive? Sunset Overdrive. Thank you. That was Sunset Paradise. <laughs> that game. That game is horrible. It's like, you know, when you eat like cheap bad candy, and it's just so like sweet that it makes you kind of ill and it makes your whole mouth feel bad. And it makes you have, like, a weird feeling in your tummy and it doesn't go away for a while. That's what playing that game's like. It's, like, it's offensive to the eyes and to the ears. And it's bad to play. And that's kind of the energy this has. Hmm. Where, on a technical level, it looks fine. The art style's horrid. Um... All the characters will inevitably be gonna just quip 
for the whole thing, and it makes me, it makes me, it quite frankly, was makes me want to Minecraft myself. So let's talk about the next one instead because I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah. World's End Club. I don't know what the fuck this is. This was the weird one because it looks like Pokemon. When I first saw it, I thought it was the Pokemon art because I think it's the Pokemon artist, right? Mm. Um, and it's like it sets up that it's like by the Danganronpa people and then they go like oh there was a death game but then it was cancelled so now it's like <laughs> it's like a weird little 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 action 2D action game thing it looks quite cute I'm interested to find out more about it it's coming on May 28th to the Switch which is neat. Yeah. Um, uh, in more ports, Hades physical version announced with extra extras. It's got some cool extras. Wait, Coming March nineteenth. What are the extras? Uh, there was a an art book. Um, and a soundtrack, I think. I think art book and soundtrack, and it comes like a pretty box. Um, oh, I'm, I'm watching to a trailer. Yeah, oh yeah, there's like a compendium with like the key art for all the characters and uh, some information and stuff. Yeah. And a download of the soundtrack, which is very cool. It's a, it looks like a nice art book. That soundtrack is fucking banging. Um, it will yeah. be. That's it. Um, Ninja Gaiden Master Collection announced. Ninja Gaiden Sigma. Ninja Gaiden 2. Ninja Gaiden Fuck, 3. Sigma's been Race ruined. Edge. The word Sigma has Ninja been ruined. Ninja Gaiden Sigma male. <laughs> He's here. Yeah, because when fucking you said that, that's what fucking, the Sigma male. That's what jumped into my head. Just Sigma. Just Sigma <laughs> I fucking, didn't even have the thought. Oh my Ninja. god. That's fucking great. Sigma Gaiden. Oh, Sigma Gaiden. Available June 10th, <laughs> including all previous DLCs. <laughs> oh my god. When are we going to get Sigma Gaiden Gamer Edition? Gamer edition. <sighs> Dead Souls. No, that was Yakuza, wasn't it? Those um, fuckers be like, oh, pronouns are so difficult. Now let me invent Sigma male. Let me just invent another type of male. Fuck. See, it's different because it's not a pronoun. It's a prefix. <laughs> Instead of... <laughs> uh, okay. The Hyrule Warriors expansion pass. There's some new characters, new weapon types. All types of exciting stuff. There's some stuff coming out in May, and in June, and in November. It's 20 bucks. November. November. Saga Frontier Remastered. Um, There's a remaster of the Saga Frontier. It's, it looks quite cute. It's like old, old RPG kind of... Like, it looks like old sprites, but kind of modernized. But it's not, like, overly modernized. So it still looks quite charming. Um, Looks neat. Includes new content. I'm not familiar with Saga Frontier. Me neither. 
it's a it's a square game from 1997. <laughs> it, 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 it looks like an RPG, frankly. So cool. And then the Zelda Man came out. And we went, wow, Breath of the Wild 2? He said, no, none of that today. But we will tell you about Skyward Sword HD. So Skyward Sword HD um, is coming out for the for this for this watch. Uh, you can use Joy Cons for motion controls, or you can use button only controls where your your sword controls are on the right stick. Um, it's coming July sixteenth as well. Yeah, some cool Joy Cons. Are you excited? I mean, I I've seen and okay. In my entire life, I have seen Nintendo handheld consoles twice. Oh, oh my goodness! <laughs> one time was when I was in high school, and someone had a 3DS, and one time was on a plane. When I saw someone with a switch. So I can <laughs> I, I, I can I can take it you're you you've pre ordered already. <laughs> I don't even know if they sell them here. Oh my goodness. It, it, I mean I'm very happy for everyone else. My last <laughs> Nintendo console was a Wii. Oh my gosh. I didn't. I, I didn't. I think you've told me this before. But I totally <laughs> forgot. That's quite entertaining. It's, it's fucked up. You can't buy them, but that's that's wild. I have two Nintendo consoles. I have a Wii, and I have a Game Boy Color. Nice. That's what I have. Nice. So uh, and the, Splatoon I've, Three. If I play a Nintendo game, I'm most likely going to be playing it on a allegedly emulator after buying the game. <laughs> on alleged hardware? <laughs> yes. Because they don't sell them here. I... You know? Yeah. No, absolutely. I get you. Fuck am I gonna do? Play Breath of the Wild with CJ. You know what you're also not going to be able to play? What? Splatoon 3. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was the trailer at the end of it. I was quite excited. I thought it was going to be like a weird single-player Splatoon thing. Me too. But but then it turned out it was just Splatoon 3, and now I don't yeah. care anymore. Which I, I am... I am going to be making a wild assumption here, and it's the, the reason they're making a third Splatoon this quick is because they switched the server infrastructure, and they might not know how to implement it well when in an update for Splatoon 2. Maybe. I'm not going to make any such claims, because I, I, I don't fucking keep up. But I know a lot of people that really love Splatoon. I don't personally care for it. Um... But I'm happy for all you splat heads, split split squid heads, squid friends, squids, squid all, all you all you squids out there. 
all you skids. It's coming 2022. And that's it. Yeah. Gagong. Then, presentation two. We're blasting through these because I'm tired. Um, oh that was a state of play. <laughs> that was yesterday. Did you watch that? I did. I don't remember what was in There was a Final Fantasy Yuffie thing. Yes, that, that was pretty much what people remembered it for. There was um, a game with music that was good. There was uh, there was Crash Bandicoot 4 on the PS5. 4K60, faster load time, save transfer. There was a Five Nights at Freddy's thing. Um, there was Returnal. Which I don't know what that is. I don't remember which one Returnal is. Hold on. Which one's fucking Returnal? Oh yeah, it's the PS5 horror thing by Housemark. Okay, yeah, I didn't imagine that. There was Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach teaser oh, trailer. Yeah. Oh, nice. That was that was on yesterday. I know that because that was that happened while I was playing the fucking Space Jam Surf map. Oh yeah. Um, they're bringing Knockout City to PS4, which is the the horrible game we just talked about. There's a new game by Slowclap who made Absolver. Did you play that? I did, did you play not, Absolver? but I've heard good, good things about Absolver. It was very interesting. I didn't I didn't play too much of it, um, but I I quite liked it. It was like a weird like multi. It was kind of built like a fighting game. It was quite like. Um, on the fighting game side of like character actiony, uh, where you'd like you'd customize your moveset. It was a little bit like God Hand, where you customize your moveset and it was up to you to like make a moveset where you had like you could do damage and still like have counter moves and do all this sort of thing. You're building a balanced moveset so you could fight all types of different enemies. Mm-hmm. It's really it was this weird like on multiplayer thing where you'd run, there were just a bunch of different players running around doing shit and you'd you'd beat each other up. <laughs> uh but this looks quite cool. I don't think we got a title or is it, oh no, wait, it's Sifu. Uh that's it. It's Sifu. I Sifu was the the game that it's... was like the um, like that one scene in in Ah, movie thing. Korean movie that had a horrible, horrible American adaptation. Yep, 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 yep. I have. I watched it so recently. Old old boy. Yes, it was basically yes. the old boy uh, hallway scene. Yeah. I think this looks so neat. It looks. Cool. I. I'm quite excited. Yeah, like watch watching this. It 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 this this looks a lot like uh, fucking like Absolver did. Like it's got the kind of the same energy to the to the combat, but this looks a lot cleaner. Like it it's obviously updated. I also Daft Punk's dead. Oh, we cry. But yeah, uh, I'm I'm. I'm quite excited for Sifu. I, I'm, I'm definitely gonna play it. It looks cool as fuck. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll play it when the PS5 is cheap. <laughs> yep. 
Um, uh, we got some a look at Solar Ash by Hot Machine, who made Hyperlight Drifter. It's like a, it's like a three three D platformer with like a very movement focused three D platformer. Like just looking at the footage, it's it looks really quite neat. Um, it looks very fluid, like very fast. Which is um, always good, as as yeah. as we spent an hour discussing. I enjoy f- fast movement and movement options a lot. I agree. I think good good movement is so crucial to me enjoying a game. Good movement um, is why I'm playing TF2. Yeah, <laughs> a game that is older than time, really. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this, like, this a, looks super neat. In a, I'm in a, to touch it. When you think about it, in a way, TF2 is older than like the modern internet culture. You know? It kind of is. It's a game from is. before Rage Comics. It's fucked up that there was a time before Rage Comics. It's fucked up that we're back to Rage Comics. Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny. Time is a um, circle. Yeah. Uh, we mentioned it, but uh, Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. Do you want? I don't do, know enough. Do you to want care. to feel physical pain? Oh yes. Do you want me to put, hurt you? Put it on me. I yeah. saw a negative Steam review for TF2 that said it's an Overwatch ripoff. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> um, Oh no! <laughs> oh, oh, my life points. Oh. Oh. <coughs> Direct hit. Fuck. Ouch. There has never That's been a more sa- painful sentence than this game is. In- this this is fucking Overwatch inspired. The thing that created the genre. Mm. Fucking hero shooters, basically. <sighs> Speaking of old things, there's a new Oddworld, Oddworld Soulstorm. Oddworld, you can f- a good series. Well, I I agree. Yeah. You can feel his heartbeat with the dual sense. Are you excited? That first game is difficult. Yeah, there's a couple of albums on the Vita. I've been meaning to possibly touch some of them, but okay. Here's the fucked up thing. Uh, with the remake of the first game, it plays differently because you're no longer on a grid. Oh yes, 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 yes. I remember. I remember hearing about that. Which makes some things way easier, but makes other things borderline fucking impossible. Oh fuck! It's fucked up because you're no longer moving on a grid, but things have the same fucking like collision boxes. Yeah, okay. <sighs> yeah. Still a good game. Just <laughs> massively fucking difficult. Luckily, they patched in an option to turn the grid back on. Which, thank oh, really? Christ. Yeah. Ooh. Because the, like I don't know if that game is possible to finish without the grid. <laughs> There's some jumps there. Hmm. Oosh. 
It's also back from the time when CG looked weird. No, oh, yeah. Like everything was like kind of I shiny love weird and smooth. CG. I me too. I miss that shit. I miss I miss when things looked like the dialogue screens in Fallout One and Two. Yeah, it was cool. I I'm still sad we never got a period of time where games actually looked like the pre-rendered CGI that those games had. Yeah, because we skipped straight to like we went from bad CG straight to good-looking CG. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it, there was no in between. Games looked like yeah. shit, and then they suddenly looked really good. Yeah. Sad. I want my I want my Resident Evil two backgrounds, but real time CG like. 3D. Oh yeah! Oh, that'd be cool. Oh, that'd be cool. Come on now. Someone I want that. that. Someone make that shit. I want games that look like the backgrounds of all Resident Evil games. Yeah. That'd be so cool. Yeah. Did you see someone's making a mod for Ma- Mario? Uh, fuck what. Is it? 3D? No. 64. 64. Okay. That is replacing, making, trying to make everything look like the pre-rendered photos it had on magazines. Ooh. Interesting. I have not seen this. It's kind of ugly, but I love it. Nice. Hell yeah. Let's see if I can find it. Yeah, I'll send it to you later. It. Ah, oh, the video got copyrighted. Oh no, Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo. Oh, oh no. Don't you do it? Don't you do me like this, Nintendo? Nintendo. Fucking copyright struck it. Holy shit. <laughs> oh. Oh well. Oh. That's just what happened. That's what happened. When we're all got sad. Um. But yes. Moving on in the state of play. Uh, there was a, uh, a trailer. A new trailer for Kina Bridge of Spirits. Uh, launching PS4 and PS5 on August 24th. Is very fucking pretty. Oh boy, is this game pretty? It is like a, a 3D like uh, uh, adve- uh, like adventure action type thing. Um, he plays this cool girl. She seems to have spirit powers. Uh, so she's doing some cool shit like moving these little like spirit buddies around, and she's got a bow. Well, she got like a staff that you can fire like a bow. It's pretty cool. Yeah. This looks very, very, very neat. Very impressive. Mm. Uh, there was a new look at Deathloop. That um, game, I like, 
when was it originally announced? I don't even know. Because I feel like it's exciting, there's a trailer for it's an every state of concept. play. Yeah, I... It was announced in 2019. It's been three years. This is a game that I know literally nothing about. I still haven't watched a trailer for it. In the time since the game got I just announced... Know, I know the pitch, I know that's exciting, but I've not watched any... I don't have any actual information about I'd it, like which to point is out weird. That's a Bethesda yes. game. In the time since its announcement, Bethesda has been bought out by Microsoft. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Damn it. What? That, that's not good. Like... That's not good. There's a... There's a trailer for that game every single state of play. And I don't think we've seen any new footage yet. I think it's the same trailer every time. Apparently... I don't know about that. Apparently this one was a new look. Like, new stuff. I don't know that it's quite that dire. But... It was supposed. Hmm. It's supposed to be released on May twenty first, twenty twenty one. Huh. That's in three months. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that is cool. Uh, I will. I will keep not watching trailers and then play it when it comes out and see what I think. Oh, it's by Arcane Studios. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm excited because Dishonored's good. Why the fuck are Arcane Studios working with Bethesda again? I don't know. You know about the shit that happened, right? I I don't. Like, Bethesda massively fucked them over multiple times and almost caused the studio to close down? Oh. I don't know about that. They tried to do the same thing that they did to the Prey devs. Yeesh. That's... Oh, Jesus. That's not good. Fuck. So, I... Why are... Wait, weren't the Prey devs arcane? Prey 1 or Prey 2? New Prey. Prey 1 was... Uh, oh god, yeah, that was... That was Arcane! Uh, that was uh, Arcane! Why are they still walking with Bethesda? I don't know. I don't know, dude. Do they have a death wish? Oh yeah, uh, Prey 2 was by a different dev. Uh, wait, is there a new Prey? What the fuck is Prey 2? The 2012 one. Pry 2 is... It was before the remake. Before the rebooting. Okay, 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 okay. So it was original Prey. Prey 2 didn't come out. Yes. Then Prey is the new one. Okay, I I, I really only am familiar with the new one. The old one was a series that I missed. But yeah, but, okay. I, why I the fuck are Arcane Studios still working with Bethesda? I don't know. Do, do they have know. a death wish? Are they stuck in a death loop? <laughs> I guess we'll find out. Alright, uh, I need to poop quite badly, but then we'll talk about Final Fantasy and Pokemon. So, oh, stay God, here. But, uh, why Wait is this, this still more? God damn it. There's only Pokemon after this. I promise, there's only, there's only Final Fantasy and Pokemon. We didn't even talk about the Disco Elysium shit. I'll talk about that next time.
talk about that while ne- I'm gone. Wait, next time Disco go, Next time the Disco Elysium is gonna be out. I Also, by the time we talk about the... We have the next podcast, the final cut is going to be out. Alright, talk about the fucking final cut then. Because, you know, the the release date is just much. Oh yeah, you're right. Fuck it, talk about the final cut. Okay. Everything is going to be voiced. There's over a million words of dialogue, making it longer than War and Peace. God damn. The adding... New what? Damn, that's a lot of fucking words. Every single thing is going to be voice acted, including like every piece of dialogue, which includes fucking descriptions, fucking reading shit. It includes fucking every single piece of every single fucking word in that video game, except maybe the menus. They're adding new new quests. To the game, yeah. new new stuff to, to the ending too. They're adding an entire new area hmm. to the map. Fuck. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> yep. They're replacing some of the old voice actors with new ones because some of them weren't voice actors; they were just people from the studio, apparently. Oh. Which means they aren't going to reuse some of those recorded, so they had to record new lines, like re record them, which, fuck. They better not yeah, change Kuno's yeah. voice actor, because Kuno's <laughs> the greatest. Um, also, the, the uh, uh, fucking that one guy that is just, um, just Mark from Petro. Um,. <laughs> The fucking that game. When we stream that game, yeah, we might have periods of like an hour where we're not talking. Yeah, we're gonna be told a story. That game is like a million audio books. Yeah, <laughs> I like. That game's gonna be really long now. It was already pretty long. But with voice acting, you might as well fucking triple the length of the game. Mm. Because it takes a lot longer to listen than it it takes to read. Uh, It does. Fuck. That's very exciting. That's quite. Oh god, that's gonna be a big game. Who boy? It's gonna be a big fucking game, and we're streaming that. Yep. Over breakdown seven oh seven on Twitch. Breakdown seven oh seven on Twitch. Because you've streaming got the channel that for you, for you actually do things on your channel, unlike me. I do. <laughs> I only stream when I'm very depressed. Oh. <laughs> but then I get too depressed to stream. Oh, it's not good. It's not yeah. a good combo. Well, because you have a thing of like, oh, I'm really depressed. I'm just going to stream a bit because that's always fun. And then you're streaming alone and no one's in chat. Yeah, I get that. 
I get I get that feel. Like my streams have been like I do a run of Hades and then I finish the run and I end the stream. <laughs> oh. Hades is a good game. But Hades yeah, is like, a good game. But it means I have like a thirty minute stream or, or like at this point like twenty minute streams of just a single Hades run. Yeah. Like what? Yeah, what? What? But yeah, Disco Elysium is fucking great. That's gonna be fun to play through. And since there's new content, well, a lot of I'm betting that all of the choices you're gonna make are gonna be different to mine. So it's gonna be new content for me anyway. But even newer new content is exciting. Extra new content. Extra new, straight from the oven. Content oven. Yeah. Content oven, yeah. yeah. Ba- bake them up like nice bread rolls. Delicious. Yeah. yeah. Smear some butter on that new content. Yeah. And eat it for breakfast. Wake up in a wake up in a room face down ass up surrounded by bottles of content. Bottles of content. <laughs> <laughs> that game has such a strong fucking yeah, opening. Yeah. I'm so excited. Did you play any of it? No. I know I know what you've told me and nothing more. Oh, that's that's exciting. That's that's, that's really exciting. That that well, I I am going to when you play that game, I am probably going to spend the f- the opening of the game completely silent and just observe how you react to things. Oh yeah. <laughs> That'll be fun. <laughs> Good game. I'm excited. I, I'm really excited to play it. I I recent I I mentioned that I uh, early on the podcast that I um started a new run a new playthrough. Yeah. I talked to a character and I said one thing different, and then the character just offhandedly mentioned a massive detail about the setting that I completely missed on my first playthrough. Wow! And I was like, "Holy shit!" Okay, okay, that changes things. <laughs> it was like, hmm. Hmm. Um, hmm. This changes everything. Kind of. It's nice. a good game. It's a good game. So I've heard. So I've heard. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna yep. have a lot of interesting discussions while playing it. No, oh, we will. That shit's gonna be so fun. I'm excited. And it's coming out at any point beyond the... after, like, four days from now. Yeah. Because they... that's fucking weird to have your release date be just March. March is in four days. March is in four days. I think it's gonna be around... around... around payday. Like... I I thought I had seen a date for it that was like around the twenty fifth. I may be completely wrong, but who knows? Who knows? I, I I keep trying to find an exact date. Every single place just says March. Oh. I, Weird. Right? Like that's not a thing that people do. Just go 
somewhere in that month. March. Like it could. Cool. Wait, no. March is in three days. It's almost March. February ends on the 28th. Almost March. Oh, fuck, you're right. It's almost March. Oh, my God. So, really, in two days, because today is almost ending. Uh, Yep. That's true. The fuck? It just kind of snuck up. It did. March just kind of snuck up on us. Alrighty. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Do you love Yufiki Saragi? Because I do. I'm a big fan. Is that the Final Fantasy character? Yeah. That's that's the Final Fantasy Ninja. And she's in! She's in 7! In Final Fantasy 7 Remake Intergrade! For the PS5. Is that her name? I'm going to look it up because I'm I'm, I'm doubting myself now. I don't play JRPGs. Yuffie. It is Yuffie Kisaragi. Yeah, I'm right. Um, but yeah, it's a it is a, the uh, PS5 version of the remake, but with a Yuffie episode. Uh, you play as her and a new character called uh, Sonon, I believe his name is. Yes, yeah, Sonon. He's like a he's a he's a boy. He's got a sword. Um, it looks very cool. I'm really fucking excited. That game's very good. Oh, he doesn't have a sword. It has like a spear. It's got pole arm. Hmm. I'm very, I'm, I'm very excited. Uh, there was some some extra uh, Final Fantasy news. They're releasing a FF Seven prequel battle royale for mobile phones. It doesn't look terrible, which is kind of shocking. But, um, yeah. Yeah. We'll see how that turns out. I, w- I won't play it because it's a battle royale on my phone. Um, and they're releasing, oh, what the fuck is it called? I had the title and lost it. Well, Faz 7 Mobile. It is called, oh, it's Ever Crisis. Final Fantasy 7 Ever Crisis. It is a single-player game. It's a mobile game that covers FF7 and all the compilation games. It covers, like, the whole FF7 timeline. Um, which is, which is wild. Hmm. It's pretty exciting. I, I wish it was on something other than mobile phones. But, uh, I, I guess I'll have to deal with, with the. It looks very pretty. It looks like like it's got like kind of the seven vibe where it's got this like the chibi overworld models, but they look a lot better. It's got this really cool like art and stuff. Um, I I I desperately hope this is which release. Um, because I. I just want to. I just want to play. I just want to play as fucking. 
I want to play as the other cloud. I want to play as Zack. Oh. I can forget his name. Zack. He's cool. He's a, he's a lovely boy. Spoilers. Yeah, it's not spoilers. <laughs> I was like, that's that some ga- spoilers. That game's like how many years old? Many. Okay, that's a question. Does the spoiler timer reset when there's a remake? Um, yes and no. Um, I I I'd, I'd say yes usually kind of it's like a soft reset of the of the timer um but i i don't know it's all about it's all about like aimed like like if if you if you're playing something old and you stumble upon a spoiler you, you can't get mad about that cuz you could have played it by now if if you tell someone that you're playing a new one and they spoil it, then they're 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 a bad person. Well, like it's but, also yeah. What the f- the F seven remakes are an especially weird case because they're not a remake. It's not a remake. The story's different. Yeah, it's a sequel. Yeah, and also. The one FF7 spoiler doesn't like doesn't matter. It's like one stop along the line. Like that that spoiler is like there is so much more to that game that because I I came into it super blind, except for like the main premise, the very base premise, and the one spoiler, um, which doesn't even fucking happen in that game. Uh, and there was so much exciting stuff. It was Wait, really which cool. of the one spoilers? Uh, Aerith getting fucking murdered. Was that that was that was disc two, wasn't it? Yeah, that's not even in Midgar. That's like disc two, and that's like the one the one thing that everyone knows about FF seven story is that Aerith gets killed. Also, but I that... would not be surprised if when they get to it in the remake, it. It happens differently. Oh yeah, probably. I probably absolutely. Like the, how much do you know about the original versus the remake? Uh, not much. Uh, I was told a chunk about it, but I don't remember because I haven't played the the original yet. Uh, okay, but I'll I'll get to it. Yeah. Do you? Okay. Do you do you care about if I say what I don't the difference want, I, is so far? I don't. I don't want it spoiled. Spoiled. You can like said like up to end of Midgar. It's fine. Nothing after that. Okay. Up to end of Midgar, certain characters are not where they're supposed to be in the remake. Hmm. They are in places and things that happened or didn't happen to them were supposed to go different. Interesting. Okay. So it's already, the story's already like, diverged. Mm. The theory... I'm, I'm, quite, I'm quite excited to get to get to 7. Sorry, the God. theory uh, is that change. the um, fuck, what's his name? The director. Uh, hot or evil? 
Wait, no, no, the, evil? the the Kingdom Hearts guy. Oh, Namura. I thought you meant the yeah. the Shinra guy. You know the like, God. What is his name? You know the Namura ghosts. Uh, yes, I know the Namura ghosts. The theory is that they're trying to make things go the way they're supposed to. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember being told this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so cool. That's so cool. I, rem so, I remember hearing that. And that's that's awesome. So all those times where things where they fail to do what they were trying in the scene. Yeah. That is different to how it was supposed to go. Uh -uh. Like, I'm not gonna say which characters, but certain characters are supposed to be, like, long dead now. And they're not. I'm not gonna tell you which ones. I remember hearing that Wedge barely is a character in, in one. Wedge and Biggs are barely characters in the original. And same with Jesse, I think? Mm-hmm. And holy shit, they were real good characters in Remake. So they, when I... They did some writing on those characters. And, like, that's why I'm going, this is not a remake, this is a sequel. Yeah. Yep. Especially because it can really easily, easily tie into some of the compilation games. I can't wait to play Crisis Core. I've, i like, I've been, I'm, I've been spoiled, so I know most of Crisis Core. I just need to experience it for myself. Crisis Core is so fucking dumb. Cause that shit's so. That's the deepest fucking Kino I've ever seen. The ending of Crisis Core, is fucking godlike. Do you think they're gonna do? Okay, you know the ending to Crisis Core. Yes, I do. Do you think they're going to do another Zack moment? In upcoming 7R stuff? Yeah. Ooh. I don't... I don't know. Like... Do you mean, do you mean doing that moment again? Or doing yeah. something else? Doing that moment again? Maybe. Because uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they started ad adapting some compilation stuff and got that in there. I mean, yeah. That moment is fucking good. Remember in re in F7 Remake? Yeah. The, the Zack appearance? Wait, isn't... Yeah, hold on. Actually, isn't that moment in there? It's a cutscene, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. This is... Yeah. You get the Zack... The Crisis Core. Yeah, but the qu my question is, do you think they're going to have it be playable again? Oh, fuck. Yeah, no, sorry. I, I, I just totally blanked on that if I, the, that it was in there at all. Um, oh, I hope so. Oh, I hope so. I would not be surprised... I really hope so. Now that we have the Yuffie episode, I would not be surprised if they release a Zack episode. Zack episode. Zack episode. I want it. Please. Also, they fucking better not try to fucking redeem Sephiroth in any way. Because Nomura likes to do that. Hmm. 
if we get a moment at the end of the game where it's like, no, you don't get it, I was trying to stop the real evil. That would be weird. That would be weird. What if they just go, this was Kingdom Hearts all along? In FF7R3, Sora appears. <laughs> Sora appears. Fucking cry. No, no. I wouldn't know what to do with myself anymore. Sora just jumps in through the live stream. <laughs> yeah, they like peek into the live stream and like they can see every every soul, and there's just fucking a Mickey Mouse head. <laughs> He's like, "Hello, hello. I am I am a goofy. Here's my friend Zora." And then Jesus fucking Christ. Goofy beats up Sephiroth. Doldo casts Zeta Flare and destroys <laughs> the universe. <laughs> it fucks me up that Donald Duck is like the strongest mage in existence. He's stronger than Bahamut. He's he's tied with one character from Bravely Default, I just learned, because there's a character that can cast Zeta Flare. That's so fucked. But it's it's her I can't remember who it is, but it's someone someone from Bravely and Donald Duck at the very top. And the other, like, Bahamut, somewhere in the middle. <laughs> like, Sephiroth to Donald Duck is basically, like, one of those fucking little darkness imps that you beat up yeah. in the tutorial. Yeah. That's Sephiroth. <laughs> That's the difference in power level fucking here. you weakling. Like. You weakling. I like to point out, Goofy in Kingdom Hearts has tanked some shit. He's strong. Goofy, like. Fuck. Why are they so strong? It's fucked up. I need to play through Kingdom Hearts at some point. I should buy the... I can get, like, every game for, like, 20 bucks in the collection, so I should probably do that okay. just to have them. <clears throat> what would be worse? If Final Fantasy VII Remake 3 ties with Kingdom Hearts or with FF14? Wait, a, a, a 14 tie-in to 7? Like, the, no, no, no. A, like, the ending of 7 ties it to 14. Like, not not a, not a storyline in the MMO. No, no, no. In the remake, if they just go, yeah, this is, ha this is happening in the 14 universe. I'm a 14 simp so I have to say that I think that would be really neat I think that would be cool if they just go oh it's the warrior of light <laughs> just fucking oh it's fucking Ishtola appears with a gun and she's like hello no no if they go cloud was cloud was the, is the actual warrior of light Oh, yeah. Oh, what are the fucking... The things that split? What are they called? The thingies. Entities. Weird thing. The things that split? I can't remember the name. Do you mean... There's a big fan theory that the Boy of Light is, like, one of them. Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember. <laughs> I think I know what you mean, but I, mm. oh, I'm blanking super hard. 
the warrior of light is a shard of cloud. Oh, oh my goodness! That'd be really funny. They, they should tie. They, sh they should tie Kingdom Hearts into fourteen. Yes, they won't though, because that's Disney. That's true. It's probably best to not to get involved with Disney. Which is also why there's never going to be a Kingdom Hearts character in Smash. Uh... Sorrow's never coming to Smash. Give up, nerds. They don't want to mess with the big D. With a backwards Disney. Backwards Disney. Yep. <laughs> All right. Let's let's finish this off because I think we're both I'm dying. I'm choking on my water. Oh no. You know what you can choke on instead? What? This new Pokemon Snap footage. <coughs> you can photograph those Pokemans. You can make Tyranitar eat an apple. <clears throat> you're are you right. <coughs> I'm alive. Oh no. I exist, I suppose. I'm I'm glad. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Uh, I'm a fan of of your existence. <laughs> At least someone is. Please don't just choke <laughs> on some water and die. That would be silly. Oh my um, god. That fucking reminds what? me. What's there that? was apparently a fucking Team Fortress YouTuber that pretended to die. What? <coughs> he faked his own death because he was tired of making Team Fortress videos. Oh my god. And what a player. They fucking added a thing into the game. Oh in no! Memorial. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Oh no! What happened? What happened after that? Because because you're telling me this, I'm presuming it got out that he faked it. Yeah, he he has a YouTube channel again. Oh really? <laughs> is is the in memoriam still in the game? No, they removed it. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. He's making TF2 videos again. Oh my god. And like, it makes watching content from that period of time real awkward, because someone's gonna go, Oh, that's really sweet of them to do that. You know, I really miss that guy. And then it's like, hmm. Yeah. Guess he's still here. <clears throat> Guess he's back. Alright. <laughs> Can we talk about how much of a piece of shit move it is to fake your death? I don't think we did, but yeah. No, I mean, like, can we talk about the fact that that's, like, oh. a massive shit heel piece of shit move to yeah, do? Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a weirdo play. It's a weird, weird, weird move to, to do. Pre to pretend you died? And, yeah. and And even worse, to then just come back one day? Yeah, and then... <laughs> to make the videos... Back. To make the videos that you pretended to die because you were tired of making? You could just have taken a vacation, bro. It's like, it's okay. No one would have blamed you if you would have just said, 
hey, I'm sick of making videos about this game, I'm gonna stop now. Yeah, like... People would like this. People would have been mad, but like, cares? You don't need to. F you don't need to fake your death, dude. It's like, okay. And then the fact they fucking added into the game a fucking. Yeah, at that point, I would just go like, "Oh fuck, I can't come back." That's like they, it. It's over. They gave an item an effect that was named after him. Like it was a mechanic, oh, a gameplay mechanic. Yeah. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. I, like, I just... I just remember that, and it's, like, that's so fucking wild. Yeah. That's insane. Hey, people listening. Don't fake your death. It's a bad idea, unless you're in the Witness Protection Program. In which case, understandable, have a good day. <laughs> Carry on. Unless you're in the Witness Protection Program, don't fake your death. Mm. That's, a that's generally a dick move. Yeah, talk, to pe talk about your problems. Listen, if you're out there, you're making... TF2 videos and you don't wanna you stop it <laughs> mm -hmm. it's that easy it's that simple I'm gonna say it right now no one's forcing you to make videos online I am you can never stop haha -ha. I'm gonna get you like, you better, you better make those Overwatch videos. Like, if I want to quit my job, I just quit my job. I don't pretend that I died. Which, by the way, I'm pretty sure that's illegal. I'm pretty sure faking your yeah. death is like a big crime. I don't think you're allowed to do that, but I mean. Like, he did it. Is it... Is it a crime to fake your death? Fake death. Is pseudocide illegal? side <laughs> is very funny. Um... This is done for a variety of reasons, such as to fraudulently collect insurance money, evade pursuit by others, or to escape being held hostage by abductors, or as a practical joke. Unless in furtherance of some other crime, such as fraud or avoiding death or jail, faking one's own death is not necessarily illegal. Huh. Oh. Interesting. Okay, by the way, <clears throat> he didn't just fake yes. that he, like, died one day. Like, it's not that he faked that he just suddenly died or that he, like, had an accident or something. He faked that he yeah. had a terminal illness. Oh, no. That's not that... That's, like, a level above. Yeah, that's fucked... That's extra... That's extra fucked up. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's, that's not good. Like, can you... 
Why would you ever support this person when they come back? Yeah, I mean, Jesus, there's... You just like there's there's people who have come back after doing some shit, and people still support them. Faking a terminal illness, faking that you died from a terminal illness. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit of an oof moment. It's kind of cringe. Kind of cringe. <laughs> kind of cringe. It's a bit cringe. You know what? N- you know what's not cringe. What? Or it's possibly cringe. <laughs> Pokemon Diamond and Pearl remakes. I don't know how to feel, so I'm gonna wait for more information. But they they're remaking Diamond and Pearl. They're called. A brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. They're releasing worldwide in late 2021. And they look like weird little chibi games. And I don't know that I like it. Are Diamond and Pearl good ones or bad ones? Well, they're good ones, but bad ones. Gen 4 is a very good generation. Diamond and Pearl individually aren't considered great anymore because Platinum fixed most of their issues. So people like Platinum. But I'm I'm hoping that this will take on board. Like, the the like general fixes that Platinum put in. Well, I mean, a remake is a good opportunity to turn a bad game to a good game. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I it's apparently going to be a quite faithful remake. I don't like how it looks, frankly. Uh, it looks like they've taken the sprites and tried to make them into models, and it makes it look weird. Um, I don't, I don't love it. But again, it's a very short trailer with not a lot of information. I am slightly worried about the release date. Not as much as I'm not, I'm not as worried about this as I am for the other one, because this was outsourced to another company. This is not developed by Game Freak, which is quite interesting. So we'll see. Um, I don't have the trailer up. I don't know who developed it. Hold on. Super Remake. Yep. I, I don't want to beat a, the deadest horse alive. <clears throat> But, um, I preferred when they had sprites. As I agree. I, I like sprites. Like, I, <clears throat> the, I don't like the models. In, in, in any of the 3D Pokemon games, I preferred it when it was sprites. I know. Uh, yeah. I know. I hard take, brave take. No one's ever said that before. The horse totally is not a pile of dust at this point. So true and brave. It's it's being developed by Ilka instead of Game Freak, because I'm gonna like I'm not gonna linger on this because I did a stream. Oh, I, I co-host a lot of stream. And honestly, there's not enough to tell. Like, I'm... 
interested. I don't. I'm not gonna say excited. I'm interested, and I'll probably play them regardless because I'm because f fuck it. But there is another Sinnoh game, a feudal Sinnoh game. No, but you caught my set, attention. Set in the past. And it is an open world game with dodge rolling and action based Pokeball throwing at Pokemon. It is called Pokemon Legends Arceus. Hey, that sounds somewhat interesting. It so seems very neat. It's very it look like the character design's very cool. It's, it's got uh, like the, the designs of Dawn and Lucas from fourth gen, but they got like cool little like Japanese feudalish outfits. They're very cute. Um, I don't think these people understand what action RPG means because this is still turn based. But what I does mean, this, action RPG mean? Not turn based. Um, the, like this is the turn-based battle. There's some like action. You throw a pokeball like, um, uh, at a Pokemon and and is real? Final Fantasy VII remake an action RPG? Yes, it's turn-based. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. You can you can slow down down it and you use special abilities. It's not turn-based. The game has a turn-based mode. Yeah, but that's like an optional weirdo mode for weirdos. But anyway, this game is coming out so soon, and it looks so rough. Like, I that's don't want to be. For you. I don't want to be that guy who like sits there and fucking picks apart a two-minute trailer, but like the. The frame rate is really bad. Like, Pokemon in the field are like a 15 FPS. And the textures are really rough. And the lighting's not great. And the animation's stiff. Has there been a single Pokemon just... game in the past six years that has, like, run smoothly and actually looked good? I mean, it's on the Switch, so it running well is a, a hope rather than an expectation. But I... Okay, you know, scratch that. There was one Pokemon game that ran pretty okay and looked good. It was Pokemon um, Go Pikachu, or whatever it was called. Oh yeah, Let's Go. Let's yeah. Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. They ran I... pretty well. I cannot think of any other Pokemon game in the past, like, five or six years that looked good and ran well. Yeah, like, Sword and Shield looked good in the routes. It's mostly the wild area that looked terrible. Uh, like, it just looked awful. It was so empty and, and um, ugly. But, um... What's going on there? What's going on with that company? I don't know. I, f I think it's weird. I think Pokemon fans are weird because they give Game Freak a lot of weird passes. There's, there's people who, get, who are never going to be satisfied and are going to pick pick everything apart to the nth degree. But there's also a lot of people who are like, oh, it doesn't matter if it's 
if it looks bad and and runs bad and is sixty dollars. It's the it's a remake of a, of it's a the people that Nintendo go. DS you're game. only a fan of something if you love all the entries. Yeah, it's it's which is like no, you you're allowed to criticize things you love. It's 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 the game freak defenders that, I, that like annoy me a little bit. Like yeah, like they're a small company, or like they're a small development crew. Like sure, but it, Pokemon is the most successful franchise of anything ever. Yeah, if the if we should a, be allowed to have higher standards for if their being games. A small crew is why the games are look uh, running like shit and always look somewhat unfinished maybe they should just fucking hire more people maybe they, yeah, maybe they should have a bigger crew it's not like they don't have the money yeah I, I, I really don't like there's something they keep saying they're like it's like oh they're a small crew with a limited budget I'm like why Stop simping for a company with a billion dollar fucking franchise. Yeah, like, why would they have a limited budget and a small... Like, it's fucking... It's fucking Pokemon! They're doing the exact kind of shit that we always laugh at Bethesda for doing. Yeah, like... Like, I, like I'm like this too, and I'm, like, I am quite, like, positively biased toward... Because I love Diamond and Pearl, I love Gen 4, I like... I've grown up with Pokemon, but it feels so weird that I have any standards and people are telling me I'm asking too much. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, also, dude. let's be real. It doesn't hurt any fucking... No one is being hurt by the fact that you're going, hey, this is kind of bad. Like, who are you hurting? Are you hurting the Pokemon company's feelings? Do they follow your Twitter account? It's a Japanese company. They don't follow most of the people. Like, they maybe follow a few people that complain about those games. But even then, that company is run by adults. They can take fucking criticism. As long as you're not it's being a, a baby me. child, it's fine. Like these fa- fans are weird to me. Like... Stop simping for companies, Jesus Christ! They, the Pokemon company isn't gonna suck your dick. You're paying the money for a product. You're allowed to have criticism of the product. And yes, some people go too far. Sure, some people go too far with fucking everything. That doesn't mean that any criticism is bad. Like, it doesn't mean that all criticism is bad criticism. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm going to go back to my usual take whenever anything of this happens. Um, the people who are really positive towards this are stupid. The people who are really negative towards this are stupid. I'm the only smart one in the room. Uh, thank you. I am a very smart. <laughs> it's such a fucking dickhead thing to say. But it's like, it's like, yeah, the people who are like, like crazy haters of this because of the two minute trailer are insane people. The people who are like, no, it doesn't matter that it's 10 FPS. It's Game Freak's a small team are crazy people. Yeah, you know what else? I'm like, I hope it's good. I'm <clears throat> worried that it's ugly. 
You know what other game was made by a small, by a by a tiny little group of people? Yeah. No Man's Sky. Damn. Right. Is that a good example? That game was shit. Yeah. And people said it's shit. Yeah, right. No one went like, oh, they're small, they're small group of people, you know, it's, you know, they don't criticize them. They're they're the small development team. People said, hey, that's shit, and they fixed it. Being a small group is not an excuse, especially when they had a much smaller budget than the company that makes fucking Pokemon. I'm sorry, but like, that that just fucking pisses me off, because if someone's shoot fucking stabbing themselves in the leg repeatedly, okay, yeah. you don't go, oh, well, they got stabbed in the leg, you can't criticize them. No, you go, stop stabbing yourself in the leg. <laughs> Maybe then you can walk. Because that's what, like, if they yeah. have so many trouble, oh you have infinite money. Use it. And if for some reason you're not allowed to use some of the money, maybe go, hey, you want this to still, to you fucking give us money? <laughs> Fuck you. We make Pokemon. Fuck you. Like, what, Pokemon. Like, what, is the, what are the management going to tell them? No. They make Pokemon. Yeah, I I don't understand why why the team who make Pokemon apparently don't have any like power or manpower. I'm just so confused. Like, like I don't like this like the thing like they they're small I just don't get it. They make Pokemon. Who's gonna say no? To the team that makes Pokemon. Yeah, but like... I just don't understand. Like... Come on. It's a stupid fucking excuse to go... Oh, the fuck... I'm just saying, if Bethesda pulled this shit, people will be making memes out of it, like, for, for years to come. Yeah. But because it's Pokemon, people are like, no, but, you see, if I don't tie my identity to this Nintendo franchise, what else am I gonna have in my life? God, I saw the, I saw the fucking, the saddest thing on Twitter. There's been so much, this isn't, isn't really this, uh, but to the thing you just said, because um, there was a lot of like fucking Genshin, uh, Genshin Impact discourse. Because a lot of people were like, "It's like, oh, the the new the new character is my comfort character, so th- that I'm sad I didn't pull him. You have, you have to let me cry on Twitter." I'm like, first of all, get help. But it was like, like someone was like, "It's like, oh, I, I." I I get really upset about this character, but my my identity is so connected to this video game, or like to this show, and I'm like, no, don't get help. don't do that. Like okay, 
like I've, I've say, based so much of my personality on this thing and like no a lot of the time when people say get help it's like a derisive like thing that they're just saying because they're being dismissive. No. no get help genuinely <laughs> genuinely if, get help if not like, being able to get your character through gambling in a gambling game is making you that upset you may have an addiction you may have a gambling addiction you might need actual help. Or you... Yeah, we just have, like, really weird, like, over-emotional bonds to this fictional character and put way too much of this of your mental health stock into this one fictional character. Because, let's be real, those games bank on using mental and emotional triggers yeah. to, to get you addicted. Yeah, they're like, hey, you want this character? They're really cool. They can those, do cool moves those and games, look cool doing it. Those games are money, built please. around FOMO. Yeah. If the game is making you upset, stop playing. If you are... Yeah, if you're addicted to a... Like, we... I, I don't like to do it, but, like, people talk about being, like, addicted to games as... As as a as a jokey joke, if you're addicted to a video game, please stop it. Stop playing like, it. And yeah. go go get assistance from like a counselor or someone who can help you through this. Like this a, is really not not. It's really harmful. Like to to you. Like yeah, I know. Saying oh, if you're addicted, just don't. Yeah. Okay. Right. But get help. Like, get professional help. Talk to someone. It's difficult to quit. Gambling is incredibly addictive. It doesn't mean that it's a good idea to keep feeding your addiction. You should try your best to minimize it. Even if you can't stop, seek help. It's a process. Over time, you can recover. Going, don't be on tw don't be on Twitter if you're 14. Also, try, don't do yeah. that. Trying to all you fucking 15 year olds on Twitter playing Genshin and saying your bottoms. Go back to school. Because <laughs> let's be real, if you're at the point where you're defending the fact that you that it's making you upset is like is that's if you're defending the fact that a thing is making you emotionally and uh, emotionally upset to the point where it disrupts your day-to-day -day life the, the, you're deep in like that's deep addiction that's the kind of thing where alcoholics go I can quit anytime no it's fine I'm only drinking I'm only drinking because I'm upset I just enjoy it I can stop anytime I just think it's fun like no no like okay and I want to make it clear I'm not saying this is like to mock people I'm speaking as someone with an addictive personality oh yeah no yeah me yeah like I'm not I have a, I have a, I have the voice of an asshole which is why I sound like this I'm really not trying to be like jokey and rude about this like I I get concerned Mm. Like, um, I always joke, but like, yeah, 
I have a problem with alcohol. So when I see someone, when I see that kind of thing, I go, that's the kind of thing I would do. Please get some help. Yeah. You know, just... Yeah. And the people that are just going like, haha, look, that's so funny, that's so pathetic. You guys are assholes. Yeah, that's not helpful. That's not helpful either. Someone that is at that point is probably having a lot of difficulties and is dealing with a lot of shit. Just yeah. laugh, pointing and laughing doesn't and, help anyone. And they're always like, it fucks me up. Like, I feel so old when I'm like, God, what are these kids doing on the internet? They are harming themselves. But they kind of are. Yeah. It's, oh, There's a reason it's not why. not funny, but it's messed up. There's a reason why Twitter actually has an age limit. You're not supposed to be allowed to be on Twitter when you're underage. Like, you need to fake your date of birth. Yeah. To, to register an account that is underage. Don't... Th don't do it. Social media is not... It's... Posting your your struggles on social media to a bunch of people that don't know you is a great way for them to be incredibly toxic towards you. I feel like... Speaking of someone who was on Twitter when they were probably way too young to be on Twitter. Oh boy. Like... It's not a good idea. I, I, I feel like when social media was just starting out, like, where I live. Everyone was always like, oh, don't overshare on social media. Keep your personal details safe. Don't don't give people any weapon to use against you. Yeah, yeah that's, what, that's what I heard too. Absolutely. Everyone, like, unless it's someone you know personally in your real life, someone that you actually know, don't trust people with this kind of information. Don't expect them to be reasonable towards you or to understand you. Expect that kind of shit to be used against you. Talk to your friends in a private setting, in a controlled environment. Don't mention that shit on social media. Yeah. Especially if you're really young. Because... It's really hard for kids when a lot of people are pointing at them and laugh. Yeah, and like, like everyone has like huge like a lot. Most people, I would say, the especially right now, have big or majority parts of their friendship groups over the internet. But it uh, doesn't mean. No, is that people have like huge group groups of their friends over the internet. Yeah. So you was like you need to connect to people online, but you don't need to. You don't have to be on a on a on a Twitter tweeting out into the, into the void. Yeah, you, you don't need it's to put that shit great. in public. It's it's like people always go, "Oh, I used to be so cringy as a kid." Yeah, you also pose like that kind of shit. Someone yeah. else that is evil can see that and go, "Oh." I can hurt this person really badly. Yeah, everyone was fucking cringy and edgy when they were kids. 
And we were all incredibly just... lucky that no one that like no one saw that and went, "Oh, I'm just going to use this to ruin your fucking life." Yeah. Predators are a thing that exists. Stay They're safe. real common. This took a turn. I wasn't expecting this. This is not what this podcast is about. But it's take not, care of yourselves. But it's the kind of thing where, yeah, every like, it, yeah, it's the kind of thing that you hear a lot of the time. But it's because it's the kind of thing that needs to be said. No, it's the sort of thing that when I was young, I'd go, "Puffed, what do you know, Granddad?" Yeah. <laughs> and now that... I'm 22, and I go. Hey, please, younglings, get the fuck off of Twitter for your own health. Like, Go outside and pick up a football. Guess what? Boomers might be fucking dumb most of the time. But when people say something and they're like, yeah, you shouldn't do this because I, when I was your age, blah, blah, blah. That's because they know how it goes when it goes bad. Yeah. Like, they're speaking from experience of seeing that shit happen. Awesome. This isn't us saying, trust boomers. Because boomers are fucking Ooh, stupid. This is like, saying, oh, ju- just, when I was young, just get a job forehead. Like, basi- but... <laughs> okay. Basically, what but, I'm saying is, yeah. someone being older... And giving a piece of advice doesn't mean that it's wrong. It means, hey, maybe it I doesn't should... mean that it's right. Maybe and it does not mean that it. it's wrong. It's yeah, still a good idea to consider it. It's a person with experience telling you something, and you should think about it. You shouldn't respect your elders, and you shouldn't disregard your elders. You should yeah. treat them as what they are, which is your your peers as a human. Also, don't expect other people to respect you because people are assholes if you're seeing a stranger expect the worst no you know? I expect nice people I trust in humans that's why, that's why I'm why I'll die first in the apocalypse I'm yes. trustful I like people it's okay but you're not gonna assume that someone always has your best interest in mind not rationally, but I do. Um, <laughs> I expect, hope, I don't. There's there's a difference between hoping for something and expecting something. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Because we always hope for the best, but it's a good idea to keep your expectations. Yeah. Real. Yeah, keep them reasonable. Like you, especially when everyone fucking knows that the internet is a toxic cesspit. Everyone knows that yep. the internet's shit and that every online platform is full of fucking assholes. There's a reason why people say don't look at YouTube comments. Yeah. People who actually post YouTube comments frighten me. Half the I time, if you, them. if you see a bad take and you click on the person's profile, you'll see some fucking... Ooh. You'll see some choice words. Is what I'll call them. Some choice words usually about certain groups of people. So why the fuck are you expecting that person to be reasonable? 
to you when you're talking about how life sucks and you're in pain. Yep. That person's just gonna go, ha ha ha. Look at that loser. And then twirl their mustache. Hey, you know what? You know what made me sad? What? Because I'm. I feel we should move away from this. Uh, the fucking Nerdy Slayer just posted, like just now, posted the the video, the death of a game video on Duelist, and I'm so sad. I miss Duelist so much. Holy fuck! This oh. game was fire. I don't remember what Duelist was. It is the uh, CCG. Uh, like strategy game, like it's a it's a Hearthstone, um, Runeterra like CCG kind of in structure, but it's played on a board. Oh, it's it was really good. It was really really fun. I absolutely loved it. It was it was it's still my favorite card game. Um, it had for a few seasons. Then they fucked it up. They had the perfect the the best card game economy. Where I could pay twenty bucks and get every card in the new set, um, so I could keep up with the meta. <laughs> nice. And then, then they unfortunately stopped doing that. And then in on the twenty seventh of February, twenty twenty, almost a year ago, the servers closed. Rip. It was it was depressing. I've, oh, fuck, I'm, God, I've, God, I missed this fucking game, dude. Ah, oh, this game was so good. We, how does it feel to know that a lot of the games we played, online games we played when we were young, are dead now? Oh, now I'm sad. We've outlived a lot of the games that we loved as kids. Yeah. Hmm. Remember Little Fighters? Yeah. There was a beat em up back in the day. I don't actually. Little Fighters was um, a was a beat em up that was gonna have an MMO. I there really? was a beat em up MMO. Interesting. I actually know about another beat em up MMO that is apparently really good. Uh, it's uh, DFO, uh, Dungeon Fighter Online. Oh, I recognize that. That game, yeah. That game fucking fucks. Hell yeah. It's really good. It's um, specifically the Neopolis version because it used to be published by Nexon, and if you know anything about Nexon, <laughs> for those that don't know, <laughs> Nexon are the Maple Story people. They um. Maple story. They shove more microtransactions in their games than there are games in them. But now it's switched to a different publisher, and apparently it's really good now. And I want to try it out because a beat 'em up MMO is a cool idea, right? Yeah, that's really interesting, actually. That's I want to give it a try. It was apparently released in 2005, and it's still going. Huh. 
which you wouldn't expect from a beat em up wow. MMO. No, I I would not. I want to give it a try at some point. Maybe with a oh, group yeah. of people. Yeah, it sounds neat. Uh, like apparently, like it's actually a really in depth. Like you have, you can cancel skills into other skills. Like there's canceling and actual combos, and you create your own fucking fighter with a custom skill set. Hmm. It's interesting. Any MMO that has dash canceling is an MMO I'm interested in. Oh yeah. And you can choose between having hotkeys and inputs. Oh. Because I know you can play it with a keyboard or with a pad. Which, by the way, who the fuck plays a beat-em-up with a keyboard? We don't play fighting games with keyboards. I mean, I know, I used to. I played Skullgirls on a keyboard. Hell yeah. Now you it's know like exactly a... why I'm really bad at specials. That's like a hitbox for for us poor people. Wait, fuck, is that why I can never remember specials? Because I never used to be able to do them because I played with a fucking keyboard? Probably. Did I cripple my ability to play fighting games? Possibly. Shit. Damn. Why'd you do that? Because my no, I'm always oh, like pretty. Okay. I'm always pretty alright at normals, but I'm I can't remember special inputs. It took me like a good year or so to remember how to do a dragon punch. Damn. See, see, I I know I know how to do a dragon punch. Quarter circles took me way too long to be able to do. And I play Robo Fortune. <laughs> I, there aren't many characters where you can avoid knowing how to do fucking... <laughs> yeah, but my entire <laughs> gameplay with RoboFortune is the lasers, and all of them yeah. are quarter circles. Yep. Absolutely. That was a fucking trial by fire. Yeah. But now I can do them. On my specific controller that has a very specific type of um, D-pad. Because the normal 360 D-pad is fucking trash. Hmm. Is that the worst D-pad in a controller? Like, okay, and I mean one that doesn't cause you injury, because there's some bad ones. Okay. I mean, no, I'd, I'd probably say 360. That thing's that thing's rough. It's it's bad. One day I'm gonna have to buy a new controller, and that's gonna be a sad day. Oh. I, I don't like even know my what fucking controller. I'd buy if I buy. An, I'll probably buy another Xbox One. I like my Razer Onza. It might be a Razer, yeah. but the Onza has my favorite D-pad in a controller. Nice. Because each button is 
each part of the D-pad is separate instead of it all being one pad. Hmm. It's not instead of being one button, it's a button for each direction. Oh, nice. It's like a PS4 pad, kind of? It's a PS4 or still one thing? I don't know. PS4 is still one thing. It's like it's it's like a, a, a an indent circle, like an indent sphere, but four section like four separate sections. So like you can press each one separately, and mm. they okay. they don't like pushing one doesn't move the others. I just find it easier for quarter circles because you can just roll your finger over it. Yeah. But it does make dragon punches kind of difficult. Because you... You know... (laughs) I kind of have to use two fingers for a dragon punch because of that. So you gotta be able to hit that that diagonal. (laughs) It's difficult. My fingers aren't fast enough. Back to the news. That's it. Oh, that's it? That was Pokemon. Yeah. We should end this shit off. I need to go get food. We I'm need hungry. to wait, but the Terraria dev. Wait, no, we talked about that. We talked about that. We talked about all of it. Uh uh Anthem? We yeah, blasted we through it. We blasted through that shit, boy. Okay, now prepare we for another hour of TF two. Nope, we're going. Goodbye. If but no no, no none of that. That's all for now. Thank you very much for listening. This is City Girl behind me now with a song called Jiyun's Sunset. As always, more content to come. All relevant links are in the show notes. And until next time, have a good one.